welcome to the 366th episode of the So Video Games Podcast, where we talk about any game at all, including new stuff, old stuff, and anything in between. If we are playing it, we'll be talking about it. Today, we are recording on December 10th, 2023. My name is Brad Galloway. I am the editor of GameCritics.com, and I'm also 50% of this here show with me is the man who's doubling up on the undead, Carlos Rodella. I'm a zombie, and I'm up early podcasting. Yeah, I was going to say, are you zombie? Are you zombie-like because we are recording super early, or is there another reason? There's another reason. Um, where, so maybe yeah. you're tripling up on the undead, maybe. I know. There's definitely undead in this episode. Let's just say that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, we will get to that. We will get to that absolutely for sure. Um, before we get to the main episode, how you doing, sir? Uh, I'm okay. Uh, yeah, it's always weird. Again, these are behind the curtain, behind the scenes things where we record at different times, sometimes in the evening, and it's a different vibe, sometimes earlier, like today. It's a different vibe. The sun's out. What's going on? Yeah. Um, and so, like yeah, keep- I'm just kind of like uh, readjusting. Same, same. We keep our listeners guessing, right? They never know if they're going to get like the perky recording mm-hmm. or the tired recording or the... You know the the grouchy recording or the whatever's going on. Like we have many different flavors. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the Brad is mad about something and won't let it go. <laughs> recording. That's every podcast. Well, yeah, but if anybody for our you know passionate and uh, avid listeners, last episode we definitely had a a moment. I'm full of passion, especially about things that I do care about. So you are you're entirely correct about that. Yeah. So yeah. in case anybody didn't catch my. My rant of uh, how CD Projekt Red fucked up the ending to Cyberpunk 2077, which they really did. Uh, you can catch that last episode in 260, no, 365. Wow. Yeah. We shortchanged ourselves by a whole hundred episodes there. My bad. <laughs> well, also 365, that's such an interesting number, like, you know, days in a year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that'd be fun, though, too, at the, be- the beginning of some of the shows to, like, you know, harken back to other episodes because people miss, you know, episode so yeah it's hey if you true. didn't even hear this thing this happened on this episode or something yeah yeah very possible very possible and since next year we are going to be doing some backlog stuff maybe we will have reason to dive back into older episodes i can easily imagine where one of us is bringing a game to the show and then we'll be like oh wait but we first talked about this way back in episode right right 172 right. or something like that yeah so you never know yeah all right all right, folks, we got lots to cover. Big show today, as per usual. And starting things off, everyone knows that Carlos and I share a virtual living space divided down the middle. Pardon me while I stretch, sorry. With a strip of duct tape. His side, my side, things are a mess, and we're going to tidy up right here and right now. Housekeeping. Carlos, I've actually got a pretty substantial amount of stuff on my side. What's your side looking like this week? Yeah, it's still messy. Last week we said we weren't going to get through all of it. We didn't. Uh, there's more added to it. And there's the hugest box in the room, which is the Game Awards happened. Oh, man. Yeah, that one was addressed specifically to you because when the Game Awards came came down and when it was on, I was like, I was so busy, dude. I had nine things going on, real life stuff. I had some backlog stuff to do. I had some like paperwork and everything. I just had literally like no time. The thought of sitting down to watch something for three hours is like pfft, yeah, not even in my vocabulary. So I... I, I heard little bits and bobs because it's like impossible to avoid it. I heard a lot of people upset about it. Uh, a lot of people thinking Jeff Keeley's not doing a great job, especially this year. But I am very much looking forward to hearing your take, sir. Tell us all about it. Well, I'm not going to tell you all about it because it would take too long. And um, we have a whole show to do. But I will say this. Um, a couple of like highlights. Uh, I definitely didn't go through 
the whole thing and make notes of all the different trailers I saw that were awesome. I didn't do that because there's just too many. And that show went long. I mean, it was like, like how long was it? Three hours, four hours, three plus, like maybe three and a half or something like insane. And I, I just think that, you know, top level, that show could be, you know, short and sweet, like a nice two hour show would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it needs to be that, but uh, maybe in like next episode, I'll go through some of the things I saw that were awesome because I did see a ton of stuff I really liked, you know, because that's what it does. World premieres, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and the one thing that just comes to note uh, that I think that we would probably both be interested in is they definitely had Hideo Kojima come out, of course, because him and Jeff are friends. Yeah. But then they introduced Jordan Peele and said they're both working on a horror experience. And they showed the graphics, which is just like straight up motion capture. So it looks like video, essentially. Uh, so like an FMV game, but horror. Yeah. And they also came out of a door when they were there in person that looked like the door from PT. So, oh. and it's called like OD or something. It's like two oh, different. That's very Kojima. That's, yeah. To and call so, back to that, I'm, yeah, not surprised. <laughs> Anyways, I was just like, you know, both of us love PT and, and just I would like to see a different kind of game from him uh, after Death Stranding and stuff. So that was yeah. cool. Yeah. Anyways, a ton of other things happen there, like when it comes to performances and um, that, which I always like. I actually like the part of the Game Awards, which is it's not just about world premieres, it's about experiences. Like uh, this band from Hellblade, Senua, you know, like played, which is like this Nordic, you know, tribal drums and stuff. And, you know, some really great music performances and uh, some cool world premieres or whatever. So that's all good. I'm still fine with it. I don't, I'm never going to be mad at that because, again, I like, I like games. Yeah. And I want to yeah. know about new games. Yeah. And I think that anybody trying to, you know, showcase them and bring music and different experiences, I'm fine. So the the things that people were mad about, obviously, one is, you know, celebrities again. I don't need them. We don't need them in there. Just stop it. Yeah, yeah, um, I heard about that. But I will, I'm going to go back and forth a lot. I'll defend the uh, Jeff and stuff because Matthew McConaughey comes out and people are like, oh, geez. But he voiced a character in a new game that's coming out. So that's fine. Like, yeah. I don't care that he's there. Like, that's it'll sell them ad dollars to make the show. And he's actually in the game. And then they show the game, and it looks amazing. It's a Mass Effect yeah, game. Yeah. Well, so you know, like, the thing that I heard is the the celebrities. Yeah, that's kind of like the perennial complaint. So I wasn't surprised to hear that. But again, I have not seen the show. I'm only going off of what people were talking about in my my Twitter circles and the Blue Sky circles and stuff. But the biggest pain point for people was that apparently they were really scared that people were going to go off script this year because of the genocide that's happening in Palestine right now. That's a real thing that's happening. And also America's lack of action on, like, you know, the environment and, and not really stopping Donald Trump's fascism. There's a lot of shit going down that's, like, really bad news. And Well, well hold were, on. And also what? just people rushing the stage. That, too. And yeah. also, um, what's his name? The God of War guy's long speech. Well, right, right. But I mean you know. to say that they were... Uh, the word is that Keeley was afraid somebody was going to mention any one of those many things. And that he didn't want to have that, like, I don't know, taint the show. So he kept everybody really short. And a lot of developers uh, were mad because a lot of them got very, very, very little time to talk. Like, most yeah. of them had, like, 30 seconds or a minute from what I'm hearing. And they didn't have time to properly thank their teams. He wanted them to get on, grab the award, and go before anybody had a chance to say anything political at all. Which is really fucking cowardly if that ends up being true. Okay, well, can I put an asterisk on that? Because yeah. I 100% was going to bring up that no one had enough time to say anything. Well, there you go. There you go. But... Is it that or is it just that he wanted a quick show and also he was worried about the security? I mean, it could be all those things, 
But the point is, he had a three and a half hour show. There's no way you can have um, that many. I don't know. I just feel like I agree that they should have had a longer time. Like it's it's insane. I, I'm just I'm just saying what people were mad about. So I can't say myself. I didn't see it. But that was the common theme. Was like. If you're going to give awards to developers, let them talk for more than five fucking seconds. Yes, okay. And yes, yes. So specifically, people were extra, extra mad about the Kojima thing you mentioned because he got a lot of time to talk and like way more than most developers did and people were pretty salty about that. So Yeah, I mean, again, we don't know and we can only spe- uh, speculate um, why or whatever, you know, there was short time. Sure, sure. But it, it, I agree that it sucks because like I was going to bring up like the indie game uh, year of the award. Oh my goodness, I can't speak. <laughs> That's what happens at 10 a.m. That's Year of the Award is a pretty good name for the show. Year of the Award. Okay, fine. I would come up with a podcast title. The uh, Indie Game of the Year uh, just got a mention, you know, like a, an aside. The winner? Yeah. And so, oh, like, fuck. No one got to go up on stage. It was oh, just see, like, that's, that's bullshit. Dude. That that's is bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. And like Jeff was just like on the corner going, like, and here are the awards for this, you know? Yeah. So that's crappy. And so I agree on all that. I do know that he was freaked out about security. That is definitely something. Um, and so maybe keeping it short was part of that, but yeah, I, I guess, you know. but there's any number of muscular people you can hire to do something. I know. For you. Like yeah. there's a million, I see them on Instagram all the time, workout videos, pe- like you can get people to do security. That's not, I problem. know, I know. Get some that, drones, who knows? Yeah. Overall. And then the other thing, the other criticism was that, um, you know, they didn't, I don't know about this one, but they didn't bring up the fact that all these layoffs are happening and, you know, I heard that talk too. About the industry. Yeah. yeah. But I don't, I really don't think that's the place for it. I know it's a, it's a, it's a huge, like area where people are watching and sometimes you do want to use that platform or whatever yeah you um, have to man you got all those eyeballs watching so you. i don't yeah i don't mind like a, a mention about it at the beginning or something and be like this is really fucking fucked up and frustrating and then just do the show not like yeah bring it up through a whole, a whole show well i mean you know i guess that's why another reason why he didn't want people to talk because i mean how crazy is it that we're sitting here this giant celebration three and a half hours celebrating video games which is bringing so much light and love to the world everybody loves it but then the people who are making the video games are getting completely shit on and like they're out of they're getting laid off a week before christmas and shit like you know that's pretty fucking dirty and ironic so i feel like i can understand why people would have wanted to bring that up for sure yeah so it's it's a kind of double-edged sword for sure like you know i still want it to happen and i still enjoy having a you know experience about games and seeing new games and so. Yeah, I mean, same, same. I mean, I think the feedback for me anyway, based on my not even watching the show observations from the sidelines is Keeley doesn't seem to have found that middle ground to make people happy. And I get that there's, you're never going to make everybody happy all the time, but I, I think he was a little bit further afield this year. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. I did write down, though, Spider-Man 2 nominated, nominated for seven uh, time Summit Awards. Didn't win any. Oh, really? Not even one? I'm surprised. Not, yeah, I just, yeah. I'll have to look. I don't even know who won. I should look it up. Not like I really care, but I am a little bit curious, I guess. So maybe I do care. Oh, and also Cocoon won for the indie game. And we oh, both really? are like, really? I was like, yeah, huh? that was pretty hot and cold to folks this year. I knew a lot of people who bounced off that one, although a lot of people loved it, too. But yeah. I, I bounced off for sure. Oh, and my last note was and this is none of, none of these notes are about games, which I saw a ton of really cool ones. Uh, mainly that sci-fi one was called Exodus, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Fallout TV show they showed more of, and uh, some of the guys were there from the from the show. Yeah. Um, so that just got me re-excited about that. So sure. that's cool. Sure. sure. Anywho, game awards happened. They should change some things. It's never going to be perfect, but um, they definitely should have fixed the speeches. Yeah. The yeah. time. There we go. All right, moving on. Um, what else do I have here? Uh, PlayStation Access Controller came out. We always talked about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh that's finally out. Okay, right. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, so I just yeah, want to yeah. let people know there's reviews up on YouTube. So 
I just know that we mentioned it, and I want to bring that back. Yeah, that's the controller for people with disabilities. It's the alternative controller. It looks like a circle, Yeah. and you can program it. It's got different buttons. Kind of the, the equivalent to the Microsoft, um, what is the... What is their thing called? Yeah, I don't know. The Microsoft Accessible Controller. One, yeah. I forget the name of it. But yeah, so now you got one for Xbox. Now you got one for PlayStation. I have not laid hands on either yet. So I'm looking forward to seeing what people have to say. Yeah. Uh, huge news, obviously. Uh, and I say obviously because, I mean, come on. Fortnite. Everybody knows Fortnite. Uh, I was going to bring this up too. Okay, well, we'll talk about it now. Um, Big Bang happened, which is this huge experience in the game where... It creates these new worlds. Oh, I was so mad. I got locked out of it, dude. I was in the oh, queue really? and something glitched. And I, d- I was in the queue for like 40 minutes beforehand. And then once it started, it was like, P- push X to enter the queue. And I'm like, bitch, I'm in the queue. What the fuck? Like, I totally got locked out. My son got in, but I didn't get in. So that, that was suck. Did you like look over his shoulder? I looked over his shoulder yeah. the whole time. And I didn't miss that much because honestly, I think the event was kind of boring. But I was still mad about it. Yeah, that makes sense, though. You would get glitched out of something. Mm-hmm. It's Brad. Believe it, you know. Brad you know. energy. Uh, so what this means is there's going to be a, well, they're already all Already out is. Now. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're out. out. Yeah. So there's a Lego world, um, which is a survival as well as like a battle, but it's like, it's more of a Minecraft, uh, what's yeah. that Minecraft game? Minecrafty with Lego theming. Yeah. And then, you know, killing monsters and resources and building and stuff. Yep. 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 Uh, and I did jump into it. And then there's the racer one. So the people who made Rocket League. Yep. 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 And then a music one, which is from Harmonix, which is cool. Yes. Um, which so, is just like Rock Band. Yeah. My and, son was playing it one minute before I started recording here. Oh, really? Yeah. I was watching over his shoulder again. So you, you're enjoying it. I, I have one thing to say, okay. um, which is I jumped into the Lego one, had fun. The first thing I did, of course because uh, I'm a weirdo, is I killed the chicken just to see if I could. Yeah. And you can, and get meat from it. Sure. Um, and then I started building, and I saw, like, two paths in my life appear. One oh, wow. Sounds where like I, we're getting philosophical here. Yeah, Yikes. yeah. I saw one where I lost my life to this, because it's like, oh, I could just build and grow and fight monsters. and You know, it's this, like, endless thing. And then I was like, oh, yeah, but I don't care that much, and I don't want to get addicted to it, and I'm out. So I just left. Um, Probably the wise choice. Yeah, I feel like it's really good, and I, what they're doing is interesting, and how they made a different take on it, and it's also not the same kind of, you know, Fortnite battle royale game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I like what they did, but I don't think I want to. I think it's like you're either all in or you're not with that kind of game. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't. I I am a dabbler in Fortnite, and that was before they brought all this extra content in. Um, just dipping in a little bit. If there's a cool skin, I would play a little bit more just to get the skin or something. But I haven't been like hardcore Fortnite for a while. But I gotta say, this is fucking a genius move, like genius level move, dude. And like only somebody like Fortnite could have done this because they're the biggest. And I've often thought, like you know, Fortnite is Fortnite, and Fortnite is great, and it's probably always going to be there. But like you know, after a while, you do get tired of shooting people, and you kind of want to do something else. And I was wondering what they were going to do to maintain their supremacy. And this is it; they are no longer just Fortnite; they are also Minecrafty Lego. Lego is one of the biggest fucking brands on in the world, right? Yeah. They are also doing Rock Band. People love Rock Band, and I've heard that you can use the Rock Band instruments. I think starting next month, they're going to patch that in. So if you've still got those, and I'm, I have to imagine they're going to re-release some too. I mean, Fortnite is like the big, one of the biggest games on earth. And with this mode, as my son was playing with the controller, he's like, oh my God, this is so tough for the controller. I'm like, well, the, the guitar is coming. So hang tight. So I'm sure there's going to be those coming back. Everybody's going to yeah, plastic instruments they, they can brand it, Fortnite guitar. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then the racing stuff. I mean, people like racing and rocking. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the goddamn 
fucking payday that must have been for the Rocket League dudes. I mean, they were, I know they were already doing pretty well with um, with Rocket League. It was it's a success for sure. After many, 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 many years of failure, because uh, I remember them from back in the day thinking that game was never going to take off. Boy, was I wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but can you imagine Fortnite coming to you and be like, yo, bro, let's team up. They'd be like, I mean, cha-ching. Yeah. That's what? Crazy. That must have been a big day for Champagne in their offices, I have to imagine. So anyway, talk about brilliant, dude, because even if you are getting kind of tired of shooting folks, you've got all this other shit that people love to do. All in one place. Your friends are going to be there. There's like voice chat already integrated. There's already creator creator enabled stuff. What for you? You should probably make some shit for this instead of just playing it. But like you know, like we're talking about with uh, Roblox last week as oh, creator, yeah. you know, making some bank by creating assets or or games or whatever. This is another a venue for you. But boy, talk about power player like flex, dude. I'm just I'm so impressed. It's crazy what people already built in it too in mm. the Lego one. Like, there's already, like, insane things being built. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like I said, I don't uh, – I have lots of games to play, to, to sound like you, uh, and lots of things to do. I'm busy. I just feel like that thing is, like – yeah, it's almost similar to, like, why I actually left Fortnite. I mean, I was definitely bored of shooting, too. But if you stay in that game and, like, you keep doing things and, you know, unlocking things, then you get better and better. And it's kind of like this cycle. Um, and if you leave and you come back to it, you're like, oh, I'm bad now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's me. I left for yeah. like one season. I came back. I'm like, oh, my, I, my hands don't work in this game anymore. What am I doing? Right. And so I feel like that's the Lego world. It's like, you know, because the, the building's back. Right. So it's yeah. like if you, and I've always been bad at that. But if I just lost myself in there, I probably would like build a ton of things. And, you know, but I'm not going to do it. I think it's just it's great for younger people or people who have a lot of time. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of time. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, do you have other boxes? I have maybe two. I've got three, but you can go ahead. Just finish off yours. Just finishing off with like the new games, like the after the game awards or during the game awards, they're like the the new shooter game, like an Apex Legend game. Finals is out. The finals, and it just you know it's one of those things where it dropped now. You know, go play. Oh, it. that's yeah. I heard something about this. Yeah, and yeah. it's free. You know, it's free to play like Apex or something and Valorant. And so I just jumped in for fun because I always try to find one that I can get into early. You know what I mean? Those kind of so games you can that be are as good as everyone else. Yes, exactly. And of course, I died in seconds. Like, I mean, I did the tutorial. I understood some of the stuff. Both of us always have to say this with an asterisk. We're older, but we still can fucking shoot. You know? Yeah, yeah. we're good at shooters. Um, and I was like, you know, headshotting some of the dummies in the practice area. I was fine. Got into the real world. There's like all these rules. You know, like pick up the thing and bring it over here, and all this kind of like. Yeah, like capture the flag kind of rules or whatever. And I'm just, I don't understand all of them. And everybody understands everything already. Yeah. <laughs> the game just yeah. came out. And so I just kept eating shit. And I was like, well, I'm leaving. Like, fucking rage quit. Yeah. Bye. It's just the online competitive shooter thing is just its own subgenre. And I, like, well, kind of like you were saying with the, uh, the Fortnite stuff, it's like you either you buy in a while ago and you just get good and stay good. Or I don't know. I mean, you might as well not even. Well, can I can I put an asterisk there? That that's really yeah. what I, I'm you saying that helped me figure out what I really want, wanted to say about this. Okay, and why I brought it is because, okay. and it's just a impassioned plea to developers. If you remember the old school PUBG, which I think a lot of us miss, uh, who enjoyed it, mm-hmm. it it's what it is. It it isn't what you said, which is like you just have to uh, um, be in from the very beginning and you know have all these and skills or whatever and yeah. stay good. It's actually the game like worlds they build so like the finals was too busy and that's why i like ate shit 
I was actually pretty good at shooting, but it didn't matter because there were shields going up. There was other things happening. I was falling off ledges. You know, there's just too much. Mm. In pub in early PUBG, which I enjoyed a lot and was probably pretty good at, I think. Um, you know, you could pick up a frying pan and just like go around. There wasn't much happening, and you find and sneak up on a guy and and, and hit him. You know, with a frying pan or like you know, it's a still a shooter, but it was sparse and like you had to like go for a while and in in then something happened. I think it's just how they build the worlds. So I feel like I just would love for someone to build a first person like Valorant Apex game where it's not immediately you're into the the madness. You know. Because yeah. that's where I, I feel like it's not as fun to me. And it doesn't even have my skills because my skills are out the door when like eight things are happening to me. I just got debuffed. An explosion happened, right? And someone ziplined in front of my face. Like that's – I might sound like an old man, but I just think that it's more about like the world that you're creating, the game. Sure. And that just seems like there's so many of these games that are busy. And I, I want a, a less busy – version of this does that make sense <laughs> that definitely sounds like grandpa carlos talking it shouldn't, I think it we're shouldn't both though old. i mean i hear what you're saying PUBG for sure. was huge PUBG was huge and there wasn't busyness i mean i don't know if you've seen PUBG lately but like it's, it's still different around. now it's different now so I, I think i mean i agree with you i'm not up for the the really fast and frenetic stuff i mean i never have been um so I, that's never been my flavor but especially now and i think it depends on the experience you want, right? So maybe you want something that's not particularly a shooter. There's some online stuff. There's some melee kind of focused stuff. There's some stuff where you also do some base building. Maybe that's more your style. But I think developers are very scared of having that downtime um, in the beginning of any match like that where where not a lot is going on and people's attention kind of wanders and they're like, oh, this isn't exciting from the very first second. And I think they're just trying to develop to get um, get past that to get people into the action right away. But then... That contributes to a whole different kind of experience that I think maybe you and I are not a fan of, although, you know, maybe that's definitely other people's jams. You know, I see people who are into that stuff and it looks like they are navigating the Matrix or some shit where they're like moving so fast and like 92 things are happening. And and if you can do that, more power to them. I mean, that's never been my style. Definitely not now. So maybe we just need to find a different game, you know? Yeah, but what is that game? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I it's, feel like... it's, on, it's on Steam somewhere. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go back and look. That's That's actually like a good like kicking the pants to go look tonight because i want to find it you know i really do i'm, I'm sure there's something out like they're out that we just we, well that didn't make sense hey i'm sure morning. there is something like that out there holy cow yikes apologies folks but yeah i mean my advice go to steam go to all games start at a and then just work your way down yeah okay i'll do that after this show <laughs> um, i'll see you in nine years <laughs> i know right that's it for now there's too many boxes i'm just gonna leave the rest of them till next week oh you sure yeah there's too many. There's too many. I'm too tired. Okay. Yeah, it is pretty fucking early. Uh, okay, so let me get some of my stuff here. So circling back to the Lamplighters League, which I've been talking about off and on. Oh, my goodness. Every episode so. now. Just about. But they just dropped a new patch, right? So okay. they, they dropped a brand new patch. They're like, hey, we know we said we we're going to fix it before. We didn't fix it before. We know we said we we're going to fix it again. We didn't fix it again. We think we've got it this time. Uh, I feel so bad for Hairbrain Schemes, the developer, because this game is so fucking choice, dude. It's so good. But they just completely stumble-fucked the console versions. Like, so, so bad. They made so many bad mistakes. Um, Again, I think it's because they didn't realize how much memory was being allotted to certain things on Xbox as opposed to PC. Whoever's job that was really dropped the ball on that. um, And it really just, like, it kind of killed the game from the get-go. They've also had publisher issues and et cetera, et cetera. But regardless, game itself, when it works, fucking best strategy game i've played in years i love it i still love it even though it's really busted but brand new patch just came out uh, i want to say less than a week ago 
Um, I've been playing. I went back to it. That's what convinced me to go back to it. It is more stable so far. Uh, definitely have had zero crashes, which is great because it was crashing every five minutes before. So crashes are better. I don't know how it handles memory in the late game. I've heard people who are in the final levels where they really throw a bunch of shit at you still struggling. So I don't know that they've 100% ironed it out, but it has brought me back and that game is still fucking brilliant and I love it. And uh, along with the patch, they released a brand new free DLC character as a way of saying sorry for all the bullshit. So you can down if you have the game, whether it's on uh, Xbox Game Pass or if you bought it or whatever, you can get this new, uh, I think his name is Greystoke or something like that. He's this kind of like a braggy English guy with a light machine gun. Uh, interesting mechanics. He's got new mechanics that nobody else has, so it's pretty fun. Uh, but you can get the DLC character as their way of saying sorry, and this is the time to go back to it. That game is just fucking great. I wish more people would play it, although I totally understand why they don't because it sucks to have your game crash every five seconds so anyway i'm back it's good now but we'll see if it's good all the way to the end so fingers crossed all right check it out check it out uh also this is kind of a a throwback to a billion years ago carlos carlos do you remember do you remember a little game on i want to say it's xbox 360 called doritos crash course you ever play that i didn't but i'll look it up and I Man. do remember it now, but I don't remember playing it. Yeah, Doritos Crash Course, like Doritos the Chips. I don't remember exactly the circumstances. It was some kind of promotion, obviously. Uh, but they put this game out, and I think it was for free. And you can play it on Xbox Live. And there's like a leaderboard. So I did play it. You did play it. Yeah, it was, yep. it was, it was, it made kind of some waves back then. Yeah. And my son like played it when he was like three or something like that. And for whatever reason, it like lodged in his brain and he remembered it out of the blue. And he's like, I wonder if that's still available. Oh, shit, still available. And so he downloaded it the other day. Nice. And we were playing Doritos Crash Course. It was interesting because, so what this is, it's a 2D platformy like time trial game where you jump over obstacles, jump over platforms. It looks a lot like Wipeout, the video game, or uh, Takeshi's Castle, and either of those, if anybody knows those games. Yeah, like the American Ninja, is that one of them too? Yeah, kind of kind of like American Ninja, sort of like, yeah, less skill-based, but kind of just like running, jumping, avoiding yeah. these giant foam hammers and whatever whatever jumping on ropes and stuff so you're just kind of doing that and it's it's goofy physics are real loosey-goosey i mean obviously it's a promotional game but there's some there's some charm to it right like there's some fun to be had there and the really um interesting part about this was he starts going into the, the courses and he's like dad i'm beating your times i'm kicking the shit out of your times i'm like really huh interesting so i go to look he's like look at this your, your fucking time was like five minutes and i'm watching him play and i'm like there's no way my time was five minutes on this. I'm like, oh, you know what this is? This was actually your time when you were three because you didn't have your own account and you were using my account. So the time trials that you are beating are your own oh my from gosh, like funny. eight years ago. He's like, oh, shit. So I'm like, look how much you've improved. This course took you five minutes and 30 seconds when you were three or four. And now that you were 14, it took you like 90 seconds or something like that. Wow, so that's funny. Kind of a weird kind of time travel, inadvertent time travel trip that gives you a little insight into the parenting process and how someone's skills can grow over time. So anyway, cool, interesting stuff. I did. I, have, I shed a little bit of a tear as I had my, my little boy's growing up. He's growing up. Yeah. But a Doritos Crash Course, it's still free. Still fun. Give it a, give it a shot if you have not checked it out yet. Download um, it. It's free. Download it. Yeah, it's free. Uh, heads up that Vampire Survivors, just like an actual vampire in the game that would not die, uh, is getting some new DLC. And this time it is a branded DLC. They are teaming up with Among Us, the multiplayer 
you know, accusatory who's the murderer type game where you, yep. uh, you know, among us, it's like, what do they call the bad guys in that game? The the strangers or the pretenders or something like that? I forget. The imposters, maybe? Whatever. Imposter. That's exactly, Imposters. Yeah. So they're getting some special like story-based missions, new characters, new sprites, vampire survivors plus among us. Looks pretty interesting. Uh, most of the vampire survivors DLC has been pretty cheap. One or two dollars. I think this is their most expensive DLC. 250 which is still not really anything to get mad about. Uh, coming out on December 18th, so about uh, a little bit more than a week uh, from today to check that out, and I will definitely check that out. I still enjoy me some Vampire Survivors. Are you still playing that, Carlos, every once I'm in a while I'm not still or playing it every once in a while, no. I'm kind of, I mean, that whole genre, I just played it to death, you know, uh, and I'm kind of tired of it. So, okay. but it's really cool. Um, that's a cool matchup. I mean, both those games yeah, are huge, yeah. so. Well, they're doing story stuff. They're doing campaign stuff. They've changed up the gameplay a little bit. And honestly, just going back to it for like, 20 minutes once in a while it's just like a nice little you know what's up you don't have to think too hard about it you know exactly what to do just when you need a little just a little hit of something and you don't want to like learn some lore or you don't want to learn any new controls or anything it's yeah. nice to have just have it around you know yeah yeah there's a few games that i, I have yeah. like that yeah 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 all right so that's all the announcements i have although i do want to give one oh, well, i mean not one more we're going to probably do a couple more plugs but again the weekly plug because Game of the Year show is coming up soon. It's going to be here before you know it. So anybody listening, please send us your top three games of 2023 and your one biggest disappointment. You can email us. We'll give you the email address at the end of the show. You can, uh, I guess, hit us up in the Discord if you join the Patreon and you can send us a message there. You can hit us up on Twitter, Blue Sky, go to Carlos's website, whatever. There's multiple ways to get a hold of us, but we want to know. We want to hear what are your top three of 2023 and your one biggest disappointment. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, just because you mentioned it, um, I am like kind of secretly back on Twitter. Uh, I deleted my account, but I'm on for just like meeting up with different uh, content creators. So if you want to hit me up there, you st- you can. You changed uh, your name though, didn't you? I did. So I was just going to tell people. It's, it's just, <laughs> I just like leaned into Elon's bullshit and I just called myself Carl Spadella X. Oh, Carlos Rodella. Which I know you hate, probably. It's stupid, stupid. Speaking of stupid, yeah. just for like a very but, brief... You see, I'm, I'm in on the joke. I'm joking. No. I'm like... I don't think it's a joke for him. I <laughs> no, think he's I'm literally... No, i my joke. Yeah, I, I get like your silly. joke. Yeah, your joke is funny, but his he's just stupid. He's like mentally 14 because he thinks X is the coolest letter ever and everything is supposed to be X. Speaking of which, Anyways. I don't know if you noticed this, there's a new feature on Twitter called Grok, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. He is such a moron. Oh, it's his AI thing. Fuck, right? What the fuck? Fuck! I don't I even know. What, I didn't even bother because fuck Elon Musk. What a fucking moron. Anyway. All right, I'm sorry I brought it anyway. up. Hey, uh, because you were saying like uh, top 10 or something, Game Awards, I don't know, we mentioned. I just thought I'd mention really quickly, right before this podcast, I was thinking about when I was the age of some of um, you know early gamers nowadays, what was I playing? What were we playing? Because we're about the same age. Okay. And I looked at 1992 because that's how old I am. And that was when I was in high school. I was and, still in high school also. Okay. And I looked at the top games for that year just to see. When what, did you graduate? What year did you graduate? 92. I graduated in 93. Cool. Were you, uh, I was 17. Were you 17? I was. I graduated a year early. Yeah, yeah so did I. Interesting. Uh, so in 92, we were both playing these games. These are like the biggest games in 92. I just Hit looked me. them up for fun. What do you got? Okay. Uh, Contra 3, Alien oh, Wars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Contra was like huge, and this was like the best graphics version of it. Oh, yeah, dude. That was a killer game, man. Yeah. Killer. Sure. Sonic 2, killer. Sure. These are all killer games. Streets of Rage 2, back then, beat-em-ups were pretty big, so that was Still cool. hot. Still hot Still back hot. then. Yep. Um, 
Link to the Past, huge. Of course, of course. Super Mario Kart came out then. Oh, wow. The very first Super Mario Kart. The beginning of fucking Mario Kart. Oh, yeah. That was madness, yeah. There's a through line here of like almost all the genres that are exist today or coming out of this moment. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we need to take some credit for that. I think so, too, even though we didn't make any of the games. Uh, Wolfenstein 3D. Oh, sure. Wolfenstein. I remember right? that. Yeah. Your that, first... hit, that was madness, yeah. And the shooter, kind of, you know, obviously Doom and then that. Yep. Um, and then these are games that both of us maybe, this is where we began hating these games. Oh, okay. All but right. the Indiana Jones point-and-click game was huge. Okay. And Alone in the Dark, um, both those came out at that time, and they were like these massive click uh point and click games yep yep um but i hated them even then <laughs> i was like mad at the idea of like not knowing what to do yeah 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 anyways that was just the one, the one list i looked at um i'm sure there's more than that it would be interesting to do a show like uh you know carlos Rodello, this is your life and then we yeah. look back at the games you played like in those days back i think that's what this the beginning of you yeah. know listeners would you like that uh it's probably gonna happen yeah all right. Okay. Let's cool, go cool. Before games. before we end oh. housekeeping, I do want to give a big thanks to our new Patreon subscribers. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to name them. <laughs> see, no, see no. Thank you. That's it. And next. No, no. We're going to thank them. Thank you very much to Mr. R. And also, thanks very much to Ray Bosley. Really, really appreciate them both. So excellent to have them board. If anybody out there would like to join the Patreon, again, just really quickly, uh, it, there's no paywall. You're not going to lose access to any shows or anything like that. The same show will come out just like it always does. Uh, but if you want to support the show, help us with uh, the cost of hosting and all the other costs that are associated with it, that would be great. You can hit us up at patreon.com forward slash the So Video Games Podcast. And if you contribute at the $5 level, you will get access to our subscribers only page, uh, Discord where you can chat with me and Carlos and everybody else who is in the channel there. Uh, nice group of folks. Everybody there is top quality. So if you would like to contribute, there you go. Don't have to. Don't feel any pressure. But thank you very much if you do. So there we Check go. Check it out. And thank Check you very it out. much. All right. So that is it for housekeeping. I say let's uh, push on to the main portion of the show. Carlos, are you ready? Yeah. And I'm ready to match up with everybody else who just skipped ahead to this point. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. wow. Now, by the way, give us a message and let us know if you listen to the housekeeping. Because that'd be great. Um, I just would like to see what those percentages are. I bet everybody are. does. Don't really? You think? I don't know. I no, mean, no. Here, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Quick tangent. So I used... Okay, here's my thing. I don't mind housekeeping because we usually keep it all related to game stuff, right? So if it's, it's game-related, yeah. I feel like that's okay. Mm-hmm. The thing that makes me bonkers about podcasts is when guys get on, they don't have an introduction or anything. It's like they assume you've been listening to the last 500 episodes. And they're just, they just talk about stuff that only they know about that doesn't have anything to do with anything. And they're just like, it's their warm up bitch session where they're like, oh, yeah, meatloaf, right? And oh, yeah. that thing. And you see that thing and like, oh, WWE or whatever. And yeah. they talk for like an hour, but it's not related to games. Now, I realize we just talked about housekeeping for like half an hour or whatever, but like every single thing we mentioned was in somehow, in some way related to games. And so I feel like that's okay. Yeah. But I guess, um, and we actually talked to people about this before. We, we put out uh, questions, listeners. Do you like housekeeping? Do you not like it? And like almost everybody said, keep it. So I think as long as we keep it to game related, that's fine. I just, for me personally, I hate when it's just random dude bitching that has nothing to do with games. That 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 gets my back up. Agree. Tangent number two off your tangent. Okay. Um, we do do that. I, when I'm listening to other podcasts, almost just in general, skip whatever they're going to, like you said, talk about in the beginning. Yeah. I just want to hear like them talk about the game I'm interested in. Right. Um, but if it was game stuff and I can't tell, like you said, 
because lots of times it like might start that way, but then they go like, and then I was on a trip, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I don't care anymore. So if that's the case, and I do it too, maybe we change the name of housekeeping to, like it still could be a house, or maybe it's a game store. I don't know, like it could be like the game something, a word with game in it, nah. and maybe people won't skip it. Nah. I say, nah. I don't, okay, That's whatever. A hard let's nah, let's but... have the audience. Let's have the audience respond, right? So, folks, if you're listening, if you do listen to housekeeping and you think we should change it to something else, let us know. If you don't listen to it, you probably are not listening to this now. So, I guess your silence will be deafening because you will have already skipped this part. But I guess it's always good to circle back and see how we're doing. So, if anybody has feelings on housekeeping, you like it, you love it, you hate it, you don't want it, you want it shorter, you want more, whatever, let us know what you think. And I guess if you skip ahead just to the games. You won't know to tell us that, but I guess maybe you'll just intuit it from the energy of the universe and let us know anyway. Wow. Know. Okay. Yeah. Game cornucopia. Not no. not the name. No. You know, but oh. I, you, you get what I'm saying. Yes. I'm not calling it cornucopia, though. Where that's, that's not Game happening. cornucopia. <laughs> God, hey, everybody. Jesus. Welcome to Game Cornucopia. You know this segment where Car- uh, Carlos and I, I'm yes. being you now. He brings uh, out this giant horn full of horn fruit. Horn full least- of fruit and no. vegetables but instead of fruit and stuff it's games oh jesus <laughs> no is that no, the no. most wordy intro ever let's That's talk terrible. about games and i'm gonna shut up let's talk about games no i need you to i need you to not shut oh, up oh i mean You're i'm up gonna first. shut up for a yeah. minute unless i'm up first oh, I'm up okay first. main portion of the show as we stumble fuck our way through that part this is a morning uh, podcast people. morning podcast yeah so you added to the agenda untitled zombie game which i think must be the sequel to untitled goose game am i right it is not. And they actually were at the Game Awards. The Goose Game? a new game, yeah. They, the, uh, the people who make Untitled oh, Goose Game. Oh, that's right. They were making some kind of multiplayer thing, which I immediately checked out of when I saw it was multiplayer. So, Okay. Uh, well, it's it's. I don't think you would like it. It's like a Katam- Katamari Damacy slash um, like group group get-together. Yeah, but you need like friends. It's not a yeah, solo thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I couldn't I'm out. I'm out. Anyway. Me too. Untitled uh, Zombie Game. What is it? Okay. I brought this up for two reasons. You're going to like it. Uh, it's called Zomborg. Zomborg. Okay. And you don't know what that means, right? I mean, zombie cyborg is what I assume. Oh, it's not. I don't even know why it's called Zomborg, by the way. Um, oh, I think there are robots in it later. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Robots and zombies. That's why. Zomborg. Uh, so I get it because this is a, uh, what's it called? Foreshadowing for later in the show. I will be talking about the day before, which is okay. fucking massive right now on the internet. Which is a callback to our opening, which we said you were doubling down on the undead. So Zomborg yes. and the day before. Day before, there you go. And so that game has is a zombie game. Uh, so this is another game because I had played the day before and I was like, I want another zombie game of a different variety and a simple kind of top-down shooter. So it's one of those games where it's twin-stick shooter, you know, top-down slash three-quarters view little character on the screen shooting zombies gotcha. getting See, you, things that's it when you tease this before the show you were like i'm not going to tell you because you'll probably guess i thought you were going to bring to the, the the show undying which just came out as well so oh. that was another zombie game i don't know if you've seen that one that's i haven't one, seen that one that's the one where you play a mother who has been bitten by a zombie but you haven't turned yet and you need to get your child prepared for life without you before you die obviously the wow. uplifting feel-good game of the year I'm already crying just talking about it. I but know. that one, I'll check. It's coming to console next year, so I'm going to put a pin in that until next year. Okay. But I thought that's what you were going to bring. No, no, so. no. Okay. It was simple, and it's basically like, and I, I do have to say it now, because, you know, the day before is, um, well, I won't spoil that, but it's just this huge thing, right? This epic right. kind of game. Yeah. So I wanted, like, the simplest version of that, which is, like, just go shoot some zombies and have some fun. And so just like a top-down shooter, basically. Top-down twin-six okay. shooter. Okay. 
Um, so I, I got it, and as soon as I got it, before I get to start it, you know, the all the things come up, which say publisher, developer, and oh, no. Radalika showed Radalika. up. Oh, no. I didn't. I mean, it's on us at this point that we can't even look at that page to see that's there. Oh, my God. They got you. They got you. They got me again. Okay, so do tell. Was this a good one? Did you break the cycle, or did they actually get you again? So, no, they broke the cycle enough that I had fun with it. Oh, like, okay. All right. Yeah, and I, I think the, the bar was super low from, again, foreshadowing yes, the day before. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the foreshadowing is that, you know. That <laughs> I thought you were going to say the bar is low because of Rattalika because we've gotten burned by them. Oh. But even one moment of fun from them is like a big, big ups, upswing for them. That's true. There's two low bars then. One bar. the day before and then two, uh, yeah, Rattalika in general. But it, it is what it says it is. It's almost like I'm foreshadowing hardcore right now. The day before isn't what it says it is. There you go. Okay. 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 So Zomborg is like, it's a twin stick shooter where you shoot zombies and you do like two things. And I go, yep, that's what I want. Check. And check. And then when I did it, it worked. And also, unlike other games, fucking the day before in other games, you run out of ammo, you know? In Zomborg, endless ammo. Just okay. have fun. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it was such a palate cleanser. Probably, probably should have switched the the uh, direction of when I, um, the order of when I talked about these games, but you know what I'm saying? Like if you're doing something that's this massively open world game, whatever, and then you do, you just want like the simplest version of that, like vampire survivors earlier. Uh, this, that's what this is. You know, it's no smoke, no mirrors. It's got unlimited ammo. You do have to reload. Uh, there's different guns you can do and load out. You can buy new guns. Are there like special powers or any hook no. to it? I mean, I like no. a good, no, nothing, just straight this up shooter. This is the straightest, you know, straightest bare bones. shooter. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, why wouldn't it be? Because Radalika, yeah. you know, it's yeah. going to be the yeah. most basic version of a game. And sometimes that's not bad, you know? So like, this is the first time where I go, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with this purchase. By the way, it's $5. Okay, you can't get too mad at it. I for can't five get bucks. mad at five dollars. I spent that on my mocha this morning. Yeah, so it so it works. It works. It functions. It works. You had fun. You shoot zombies in a top down thing, and that's yeah, that's what you got for five bucks. That sounds okay. Yeah, in the beginning, I was like, you know, you have like two things each level, which is one, I had to burn these bodies because they had like you know disease on them that could spread the zombie virus. Then I had to find some secret documents. I did, and it's essentially an extraction shooter, which is funny, um, foreshadowing again. Because you go to the, you know, you beat it and then you leave the level. Right. Um, right. And so the next one is robots. Like I just got to the robot level. So there's going to be robots somewhere and also zombies. Um, gotcha. So that's the Zomborg thing. But yeah, it's just so super fun and relaxing and five bucks. Radalika, fine. You know what I mean? Okay. Pass. Okay. Pass. You made Pass. it this time. All right. Okay, Zomborg. It's funny because I did look at that one and I'm like, no, that looks too simple. And I passed it up and I kept going, so... I'm glad you had fun with it, though. I did. All right. Let me talk for a minute about a Highland song coming from Inkle, who is a very talented indie studio responsible for many uh, beloved indie hits, all hmm. of which I cannot think of right now, but I know I that either. they exist. I know that they exist. There was one about language. There was one about you're on a cruise ship. There was one about you're doing uh, you're crossing the world in 40 days. I know what these games are, but I don't remember their names. But I'll anyway. look it up. <clears throat> Regardless, uh, this one was shown in the most recent Nintendo Indie Showcase, and it was a real um, attention grabber. Uh, basically, a Highland song you play. It's a 2D game with some really great art. 
I don't know, it's not exactly hand-drawn, but it's just very, very nice. You play a girl who's in Scotland, which is where the Highlands are, and you are basically trying to start from point A and make your way to a lighthouse, which is on the coast, I guess? And so when you see the trailer, you're like, oh, the Scottish music kicks in, which I love. I love like Irish and Scottish music. And I realize those two things are not the same. Don't anybody send me some angry emails from that part of Europe. But I just I love that kind of like that kind of sound. So I'm, Celtic. I'm, yeah, kind of Celtic. Yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah. Uh, the music. I mean, not, spoiler music in this game is amazing. Like I, if you like Celtic music, this music is great. So that's great. Um, but you're supposed to go from uh, point A to the beach. And then that's the game. Right. And along the way, I don't know, you learn, grow and, and live life or something. Mm hmm. So I'm like, okay, looks great. Looks great to me. Um, the developer and publisher sent me a code. Thank you very much for that. And um, I start this game out and I just, spoiler, I just don't know what to even do with it. I don't even understand it, I don't think. Um, the game does not have much of a tutorial, which again is kind of a, a bone to pick with me. Like I just, I feel like you got to just really start your game off clearly. There's a few things that they explain, but like, the thing I'm missing, I think, more than anything is just I don't understand what kind of experience I, this game wants to be because you you run off from your house, go into the beach, and then it's 2D platformer. It's not even a platformer. It's just like a 2D like kind of walking game. You're walking up hills. You're walking down hills. Um, you'll get to an edge, and sometimes you have to hold a button to climb down the edge. You have stamina, and you have life, mm. which is weird to me that those are included because it seems like very kind of like a story-based or kind of experience-based thing. Uh, but it's also kind of like a... I don't know, management where you're managing your health and resources in order to get further. It's, it feels like it's kind of caught in the middle between two different genres. Right. Yeah. And so that part's okay. Ish. But then as I start walking through, I notice like, I don't even know where I'm going or exactly what I'm trying to do. And I'm just walking to the right. And then all of a sudden it's like a dead end. I'm like, Oh, I got to go back. And like it, the, the visual fidelity of this game is nice to look at. But when you, realize what it wants you to do there's like multiple layers even though it's a 2d game so sometimes you're going into the background and i don't think it's super clear where those places are and so sometimes you're like oh i missed something i gotta go back and i believe it's also procedurally generated i don't think these are are like handcrafted levels and so sometimes i'll be like oh i'm stuck and i gotta go back and wait is there i, I go up this mountain and then there's like no way off the mountain or maybe no way that i can see anyway and i'm like oh i'm stuck and i gotta go back and this is not really fun. Like, I don't know quite what I'm doing. And then every once in a while, you'll get to a section where like a deer or something will come out and you'll chase it. And that section goes into like a rhythm based speed kind of jumping mini game, which I think is actually the best part of the game. Hmm. Like the music kicks in really loud and then you jump to the beat. And I'm like, OK, cool. I get it. I get it. You're like, da, 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 da. like jump, 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 jump. OK, this is great. Like I got I got some some energy going, some motion going. That was really fun. But then the deer runs away and you're back to the whole where am I going? I'm not sure what I'm doing. And there's a big part of the game, too, where they have you look at these maps. They're like like a, a map written on a piece of notebook paper by the girl. And it's like a scribble. And she's like, oh, I got to find this place. And then the game wants you to find it. And I struggle with those places. Like, I guess some of them are more clear than others. But she's like, look for the two trees. And then you go to this map screen. And I'm like, I, I don't know where that is. I can't find it. I don't know. And I'm just looking and looking. And she's like, should I go here? Should I go there? And you're kind of just looking at random spots on the map. And I'm like... This doesn't look right. How do I even, where am I going? Like, I don't oh, understand dude. what's happening. You know, like I just, it feels like 
There's a lot of okay, so that I was going to say, I know that pain, and it's going to come up in a game I'm talking about this episode. Okay, okay. where you don't know what to do is the one of the worst feelings because you're enjoying the world and the the stuff, and you can't do anything. Exactly, exactly. So all that stuff I just said, which is really scattered and haphazard, and the final thing is like there are these little dots that you'll come across that are just like little story bits, and sometimes they're like pretty long. Where like she'll be like, "Oh, there's a spam can over there," and "Oh, I don't need spam," or maybe I do. And then she like pick it up and it's just like you get these random items and maybe they have a use, maybe they don't. Maybe they mean something, maybe they don't. And sometimes she'll be like, oh, I should sleep under this tree. And then she'll be like, my uncle used to tell me about this tree. And it's it's just weird. Like none of the pieces seem to fit together. Like sometimes you get these story things where you're hearing about her life. But I'm like, but I wanted to do the run ending jumping and I don't want to hear about your life right now. And then sometimes it's like, oh, I'd like to hear more about that. But I'm lost in the woods and I don't know where to go. And sometimes you're like, I just want to get there. But I, you know, like, oh, I got to run and jump now. And it's just... None of these pieces fit together for me and I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And maybe that's the point of it because as a girl who wants to make her way to the beach in the Highlands, maybe you're supposed to feel lost. Maybe you're supposed to feel like you're thinking about your life or whatever, but I don't know if that's right. Maybe I'm just like making an excuse for the game because I don't think it holds together very well and I don't really understand what I'm doing here mm. or what what the hook is basically. I, it's just, it feels like five different parts put into a bucket and then hand me the bucket. And I'm like, well, some of this is good. And I like some of this and the music's good and it looks cute, but like, it's just not a coherent whole to me. And I, I mean, I just, I'm struggling to find the through line on it. Yeah. That's tricky. Yeah. So, uh, I ended up bouncing. I didn't finish the game. Um, I was talking to John over at gaming in the wild. He was playing it as well. And he was like, I just put in multiple two hour runs and I didn't finish the game. And I'm like, Oh shit, you wasted two hours on this like a couple times and didn't get to the end. Did you get progression? He's like, yeah, there's no progression. And I'm like, Oh God, like what? No. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I, I, my brain tells me I should like it, but my hands are telling me I don't like it. So I guess I'm at a crossroads myself. So, well, again, I think it's like, man, I say again so many times when we haven't referenced anything yet, but, um, I guess I'm referencing it in my mind, which is if something doesn't hook you, it's okay to bail. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's the same thing with shows. Like recently I've just been, you know, diving into a bunch of new series and shows. And if that pilot or that, or, you know, first episode doesn't get me in some way, I'm like, I'm out, you yeah, know? Yeah. So it just happens. Yeah. I mean, that's very true. I got to say the first hour I spent with this game was pretty miserable. Um, and I, I was kind of trying to push through and find the fun, but I, I just failed to find the fun. So this one is just maybe not for me. So a Highland right. song, that was a miss for me. All right, let's see what's up next here. Born of Bread, that is what's up next. Carlos, I've heard way too much about this one, but that's just because I'm an editor. I get an email about it like twice a week. Do you? Uh, yeah, I've heard about this game so much. Wow, I didn't know um, that. Yeah, the PR people are really pushing this one hard. Uh, we have somebody reviewing it uh, at the moment, uh, but you and I played the demo a while ago, mm-hmm. and the full game is out now, so I guess tell us about, uh, again, Born of Bread. Before I do, I just wonder, like, they're just sending you, like, promos about it because they're excited about the game, or are you getting... Oh, yeah. It's always like, hey, Born of Bread is coming. Hey, here's a preview. Here's a video. Hey, here's the developer, what they said about this. Hey, it's coming out on this day. Hey, it's coming out on PC. Hey, early access. Hey, this other thing. Hey, check it out. Check it out. And I'm like, oh, my okay. God. Like, I mean, you know, you got to do that to get your name out there, but at some point, I feel like it's a little bit too much, and for me, I hit my Born of Bread limit a while ago, so... Your Born of Bread limit, which, by the way, again, this is behind the scenes, behind the curtains for people. When I mention a game on the show, you might go like, ugh. And that's why, because other people are just hearing about the game now. Oh, they, for sure. You know, for and sure. you're like getting tons of emails. Oh, yeah. I'm looking it up. Wild Art Studio. This is, I think, their first game. 
So it is, uh, again, probably very... They talked with their publishers. They talked with the people promoting it. Uh, oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. this is our first game. Holy crap. So yeah. that's And more, more is better. I'm just speaking as the cranky, way too many emails game yeah. editor who gets a billion emails a day. So that is that is a very specific thing to me. I'm sure lots of people have never heard of this and would very much enjoy this game. So yeah, and lay I'm it on us, Carlos. Just saying that for some oh, yeah, uh, for context. Sure. For sure. Um, as the trailer starts playing, when I go to the Steam page, and I'm turning the volume down. So this game is uh, like a Paper Mario. So if you like Paper Mario, this is the short TLDR. It's a Paper Mario RPG, you know, turn-based RPG, uh, with the same kind of style of artwork, you know, where it's kind of that 2D on a 3D world. And that's the game. There you go. There you go. Check it out. Um, I, I like the demo. I you know it is what it is. It's really super simple. Um, it is you are a <laughs> interesting um, concoction. There's a baker, and he's in a castle, and he bakes some bread, and he accidentally bakes you, and he makes you. You come out, so you're not bread at all. You're a bread person. I feel like this is like a veiled story about someone's like pregnancy or something. Oh, I don't think it is. We didn't bake the bread right, and then we got a yeah. baby. We got a baby. Well, it's, uh, you know, and by the way, you have no clothes, but you have nothing to hide, if that makes sense. You're just <laughs> Are you a saying he's got a flat person. spot in the crotch? Is it's a flat saying? spot. We're he's talking got about the Ken, Ken Ooh, genitals. There's a podcast name coming. Uh, there's a, the flat spot is a good podcast title. Um, yeah, so you're, you're a bread character, and you basically, you know, have, you wear clothes, and you don't really look like bread at all, though, which is interesting. At all. You're just like this kind of Yeah, person. I thought that too. I thought that too. Yeah, I thought it was like the whole game is called that, Born of Bread, and you are bread that just got born out of an oven. I wouldn't have mind looking like a loaf, even though your name is Loaf, by the way. Yeah. So that's the only con- you know, concoction there, I guess, is that it's, um, you know, you are a bread. But um, yeah, you just go around the game, and the, the general idea, which again gets very fantasy RPG-ish, which is there used to be an empire... And uh, all these kind of weird, like, you know, mean people were part of this empire. They came back in time, I believe. I think that's what's happening to where you are. And they're trying to find these stones, which, again, RPGs, right? Got to find the stones. You always, always got the magical stones, yeah. Yeah, find these stones to, like, bring back the power and get the empire back, right? So it's, like, almost like a multiverse thing. Like, they're, they're from a time where this empire existed and they are evil, and so now they want to come back and find these stones in this like peaceful town where all these people and critters live. And you, a piece of bread, that's a person. Yes. So then you find companions and, you know, you find your first companion in the woods and they're, you know, in that turn-based battle with you. They have skills or skill tree um, for the companions, which is interesting. And, you know, basic turn-based RPG stuff. Uh, there is an inventory thing like Resident Evil, which I'm not a fan of, but... The backpack has like Tetris pieces, right? Mm-hmm. So you put your weapons in there. I don't need that. I don't know why it's in this game. Um, but you know, it, it's super simple. It's like it's kind of like, and this is not a derogatory statement, but it's kind of like my my first RPG, right? It's oh, gotcha. super yeah. ass basic, yeah. right? And there, there's a place for those though. We definitely need. Not everybody is a 20 year veteran of every RPG ever, so. We certainly need those introductory experiences to get new people into video games for yes. sure. Yes, and yeah. I think it's 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 it literally plays both sides of that coin because it's introductory, but it's also for me and you and anybody else who just wants to chill out. And that's why I played this game for like five hours, by the way. Wow, um, okay. Yeah, I really am pretty far in the game and enjoy it 
pretty much thoroughly. Uh, there's a couple cons I have, but in general, it is that for me. It's not introductory RPG, but it's that kind of like, I just want to chill the fuck out. I don't want to think. I know how I'll be pr- probably pretty good at the um, turn-based RPG part of it. And I wanted to just have a fun, relaxing story. Now, it's this game is not for Brad Galloway. No. Because the art and the humor are just not, I don't think, your vibe. Not my vibe. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, but I do like uh, the art enough. I think there's a couple issues with it, but... Uh, it, I do just like the they're doing comedy in it, you know, and it's hard to do comedy and it's subjective, but it's fun. It's like relaxing and fun. And every once in a while, there's a pretty damn good joke and they're, you know, making fun of everything. And the thing that I don't think you know about and I didn't know about because I uh, played it for a very long time now is that once you get to like the League of Heroes, there's like other heroes. Again, they're kind of like making little in jokes about everything, like what it means to be a hero. Mm hmm. Yeah, they're all NPCs, whatever. But then um, they're talking about uh, you. You find a little guy who's going to join you, and he's called like backup or save or something. So he's your like your save mechanic, mm-hmm. but he's a character. Okay, and he's like plugged in, and he's got his little laptop with him, and That's so funny. he he live streams your battles, <laughs> and so every time you do battles after that, there's a little button you can hit, like right one or something, and you can yeah. see the chat. Oh, that's funny. And it's all obviously random because it's. Right, right, I'd be right. awesome if it was based on the battle, but it's not. And it's like you know, go to the scam website and like, uh, I missed it. What what happened? And it's pretty inventive, man. That's kind of cool. And then you know, when you meet him later on, you want to save it. He's like backing up your save with the laptop. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was a nice little t- uh, you know uh, twist. And then yeah, like the commentary that happens in this world, it gets kind of interesting sometimes. Ooh, sorry. I just slammed my microphone. Um, <laughs> it does get that interesting that you would, you know, swing your hands around. Um, yeah. So it's a little more. It's well, my point is it's a little more than the sum of its parts. Gotcha. You know, and I wasn't expecting that. I was like, it's just going to be like the demo, and I'm going to beat some stuff up, and that's it. Um, it's quite. It's quite good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's the general feedback I'm getting. Is it, it is really good. So. Yeah, I'd say the con was the thing that you mentioned earlier which is the worst thing when someone's having a good time with your game is to get lost. So, oh, okay. So this is a game where you got lost. All yeah. Right. And now it now let me very clearly say that the main campaign is pretty straightforward, but there's all these little side missions that start popping up. I had to go back and see that I had a bunch of them because it doesn't do that thing where when you pick the side mission, it tells you where, where it is on the map. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have no idea where these are. I don't know. Uh, that's a bummer. Yeah. There's, I mean, this should be like the simplest, like we just said, my first RPG. Now, I can't find those. Um, one was like, go to this area and it's by that thing. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Just put a fucking X Yeah, down. who remembers that? No one remembers that, dude. Yeah. You developer, you remember that because you made it and you play this game every day for two years, but we don't remember that. It's just, just put, it yeah, seems map silly. Directional yeah. arrow, something. So I do want to finish this. So because of that, like, omittance, is that a word? Yeah, omittance. Yeah. Um, uh-huh then I'm not going to do any side mission I decided. Oh, uh, that's a you know? Yeah, because yeah. no, I, I mean, just I feel you. I would, I would do the same. I would do the same, yeah. It sucks. Anyways, I think it's inventive and interesting and the live streaming thing and the idea of, like, they, they don't turn away from, like, like, this world's, like, technology, you know? It's like it's mixing our present with this world. So they're talking about, you know, internet and, and celebrity sure, and, and sure. top But also there's like a man made of dough. And, and there's a bread man and stuff. there's monsters. And, there's, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the last con is at some point in the game, two times so far, 
And if it happens a third time, I'm going to get real mad. They made you be one of the bad guys and walk around for a while. Oh, gosh. I hate that in games. Like, I'm the Avatar. We talked about this last episode. I am inhabiting this thing, right? Right. It's either me or it's a version of me or I'm kind of like, you know, I'm also Tomb Raider or whatever, Lara Croft. (laughs) Yes. But I don't want to be multiple people. Don't make me be the bad guy. Gotcha. Um, Fucking terrible. There was two segments, and I had to walk around for a while and talk to people, and I was like, no. It just seems weird. It doesn't feel like it feels out of place in this kind of game. Um, And either way, uh, it's like a seven something, like seven point five. I mean, it's 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 almost more fun than Starfield. Uh, It already sounds more fun than Starfield because I just yeah, it's a relaxing, enjoying time. You know what you're getting out of it, Um, and yeah, you don't you know besides the side missions, it's just like straightforward fun. I don't know. I like it. Cool. All right. Well. uh, Check it out. That sounds like uh, Born to Bread is definitely worth a look if you like uh, like the uh, Mario RPG style and uh, or if you want something on the lighter side. So yeah, there you go. totally. All right, right on. Uh, let me talk about Chessarama. Chessarama just came to the Xbox. I'm playing it on the Xbox. Got a code from the uh, publisher. Thank you very much. Can, can I can I do the intro? Oh sure, please. Uh, Brad, isn't Chessarama that uh, game where you play uh, chess? <laughs> Hold on. And it's also like uh, a, a battler. Like you, you, you do like real-time battles. Oh, man. No. Wrong. I wish. Turn-based yours, battles? No. Oh. no. Oh, I'm thinking of Archon, the game that we both love. Which would be great. I would yeah. love that. Uh, I, to be honest with you, I wasn't sure what Chessarama was, other than the fact, as, as is given away in the title, it's based on chess. Um, the screenshots are not exactly super clear about what you're doing, but it looked like non-standard chess. It wasn't just chess. Um, so I was always uh, I'm always interested to see what people do with chess. Um, and this is this is a, maybe not my flavor, but it's a, a definitely a solid one. What you do basically is you take chess pieces that move in the way that chess pieces move. So if you know the chess, the game of chess might have heard of it. It's brand new. It just came out a little while ago. Um, you know, knights move a certain way. Queens move a certain way. Bishops move a certain way. Uh, and they've taken those rules and put them into little puzzle scenarios. So in the very first world, it's a farm. And then they give you these little abstract puzzle levels where it's like every time your piece touches the ground, crops grow. And so you need to like get all the crops to grow by moving your piece around the board. But you have to follow the movement rules of chess. So you can't just like Uh, up and down each row. Right. Like you've got the knight, which has the weird Y shaped movement. And so you're, you're trying to figure out how can I get all these covered with this wonky movement that the knight does. And they also add another layer of complexity where it's like, oh, yeah, cover these all up. But also, if you can end at square E7, then you get bonus points. If you can mm. think that far ahead to, you know, oh, if I do this and this, then I'm going to end up here rather than just kind of like stumbling your way through it, right? It's chess off the chessboard. Kind of, yeah. yeah kind of. That's not a bad... That's a, that's a back-of-the-box quote That's a back-of-the-box right quote. Thank you should you be in much. PR. All right. Um, so it's pretty puzzle-like. Um, the graphics are cute. There's a couple different worlds, farm, castle, something else. Um, uh, so I was I was kind of hoping it would be a little bit more um, less puzzly uh, because my brain kind of melts down after a certain point. At one point, I think you get multiple pieces. There's different challenges and stuff. But it's all it all it's all kind of in the same vein of like move with the chess pieces and figure this out kind of a thing. So um, if you like that kind of thing, 
then I think it's very good. I mean, I think it's good. There's also like regular chess in here as well if you want to just play chess, uh, which I was not in the mood for. But um, I was hoping for combat. I was hoping for maybe like a little bit more of a story or something like that. But that that's not what this is. It's basically just movement puzzles based on chess movement with different objectives like farm castle i think there's a dragon in there somewhere where you fight the dragon um that kind of a thing mm. but it's very 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 logical think ahead consider your moves puzzly sort of thing and my brain after a while was like "Ooh, ooh, buddy go shoot something because this is this is hurting yeah so, yeah it reminds me of that uh what's it called hitman go a little bit like Hitman Go, kind of that same kind of movement kind of thing. So yeah, puzzles. I think I think it's great. I have, I have really no complaints about it, other than the fact that it's just very specific and it wasn't quite my flavor. But if you like those things, it's it's a good one. It's a good yeah, one. it's not your vibe now, but it's definitely yeah. somebody's vibe. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So that was Chessarama. There you go. Over to you, Carlos. The game that we've all been waiting to hear about. Yes. The day before, we've dun, been talking dun, about dun. this. Yeah, many times. And it's now out in early access, and I assume you've jumped into it. Otherwise, why would you bring it to the show? Yep. Uh, let's hear about it, my friend. Oh, my goodness. So the quick backstory, if you don't know, is that everybody was kind of freaking out about this game because the first trailers looked really cool. I talked about it on the show, which was survival, multiplayer, MMO, uh, zombie game. And it looked like uh, The Division. Right? The Division, but zombies. Yeah, but zombies. And everybody kind of wants that, by the way. <laughs> Again, TLDR, they still do. <laughs> they still do want that. Um, and so, yeah, I was like, I'm a kind of all in. And then there was all these stories about the developers being weird and like leaving games that they made and not even, you know, finishing them. And then all these, you know, promises became super huge. And and people were talking about them doing asset flips because the, the city looked the same as some other city in a game. And people just didn't know what to believe. Like the trailers actually got less and less like good. Like the graphics looked worse every time you saw a new trailer yeah. of gameplay. Yeah. And then it just looked like it wasn't the game that they were saying it was going to be. Yeah. So newsflash, it's not. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, it came out and I played it immediately because I do that for the show. Yeah, you've been waiting. You've content. been excited for this one for a while. Yeah. And I didn't even care if it was like kind of bad. I was like, okay, I'll just like play a bad game for a while. And like we said earlier, I'd be an early, you know, maybe I'll be good at this bad game for a while. But it's, it's so bad that it's actually bad, bad, where like it's hard to play it. <laughs> it shot right past bad, good. It just went into bad, bad. It went into bad, bad, which is okay. also a good podcast. Um, yeah. So the problem is it's a third person game like Division where they said that it was going to be an open world survival MMO, right? Yes. Um, that's not what this game is. And you probably heard this already if you're. No, no, I don't know anything about well, it. Well, I mean, okay, I was talking to the listeners. <laughs> I know probably oh, they, they might they probably yeah, know. They do. I don't know, but they if do. you watch any YouTube video ever, they're gonna say these same words I'm about to say, which is they sold us on the idea it was that type of game uh-huh. where you're all in this huge world and you're kinda of like fighting together and then you go back to a base or something. Yes. But it's actually an extraction shooter, which I am so tired of and don't want to play those kind of games, which is like you go in, shoot things, if you die, you lose everything. And if you don't die, you really quickly get to the extraction point to keep your stuff. Like that's what those kind of games are like. I don't don't want to play that game, and that's what this game is. So the number one reason why people are refunding it and not even playing it, yes, there's a lot of other problems, but it's not even the same game they said they were selling you. Okay, because correct me if I'm wrong, but like they gave you the idea that like you would be able to like, 
you know, get a base going or kind of like you would, you know, quote unquote, be in the city. Yes. You know, you, establish a, a foothold, basically. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You're in, the, you go into a city, which again, a lot of people are saying it's an asset flip from like just the store because they just bought a city yeah. and then prettied it up, which I think they did now. Um, but yeah, you, you do that. You go back to the base where people are. Uh, but yeah, that connection, that idea of an MMO, that doesn't exist. Like persistent stuff is not yeah. there. Yeah, you okay. just go in there, and if anything, it's the most unpersistent. You know, um, I could do a laundry list of things that are wrong with it, but the very beginning is when you went in. It's the new game, of course. You know, it's gonna be hard to get into the game, but I paid some money for it, which is crazy, and you, I couldn't play for an hour or so, or maybe even two. Just like queue lines or something. Yeah, and that they basically built servers at thirty-two max people. 32, okay. it just seems like a small number. I mean, for a whole city, yeah, that seems pretty small. Yeah, and then when you got in there, when you finally did, which I did, um, that's the other biggest complaint is that there was almost no zombies, which is, it's what? a zombie game. It's a zombie shooter. Yeah, yeah. like I saw like one for, and like maybe two here and there. And then there was hardly any people, which was good because they were just going to kill me anyhow. But like... Uh, oh, is there PvP in this too? There's PvP, yeah. Okay. But again... It, I ran into no one for so long. It's like if if it was so busy to get in, then when I got in, there wasn't anybody in there, or you know, it's just really Interesting. weird. Interesting. So okay. there's again, the list is long. Like um, you can't do anything in this game. You run out of an ammo, like I alluded to earlier, and if you run out of ammo, there's no melee. So you oh shit, they can't, can't hit you with your gun. Yeah, you can't do anything. Oh, this doesn't on. feel like now. I, the more I describe it, it doesn't actually sound like a game because <laughs> watch this. You can jump and sprint, but you can't mantle anything. Well, then what are you jumping? So you just jump to jump and like, like you hop up. Yeah. And then sometimes you can land on something, but most of the time you can't even jump over anything. Oh, man. So you're like, OK, I can't even act like be around in the city and move well. Then when you run out of ammo, if there's a PVP or a zombie, you die or you, you just run. Until you find something you can loot. And the looting, this is crazy. The looting takes a while. Like, it's like the number one thing you're doing in this game. And it's like you have to hit a button. Uh, I was luckily enough to be able to, I jerry rigged it so it could work with a controller. But um, you can, you just hit a button and it takes a while to loot something. And like, you're about to die. You have no ammo. You know what I mean? It's the worst thing to do. Oh, yeah. yeah you got to yeah. make it a quick looting thing in this game that's all about looting. Also, you don't know what you can loot. Like, it's, it doesn't make sense. Some things you can, some things you can't. And again, the city is huge, but you can only go to a few buildings. Mm. And, you know, it's that thing where it's like, it's an illusion because it looks right. massive, but it's not really. Right, right, right. The game is bad, okay? And so I I did a couple runs. I got some extraction shooters. There's obviously um, bugs and stuff as well. But um, it just wasn't fun. The loop was boring. And even if they work on it and fix it, which I don't think they do. I think this this might be... This sounds wanna, like a cash grab to me. Yeah, I don't think it's a, the word scam is heavy because they did have people worked on parts of it, but it just is, it's not the game that they said it was going to be. So right. I, did you refund it? I refunded it, and nice. I never have refunded a game ever in my life, by the way. I don't, that's a fun little fact. Okay. I have done like once, I think, have but you? it's definitely not something I do very often. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I literally never have. I just go suffer through it or I go, hey, devs, you know, better luck next time or something. Yeah. But I was yeah. like, no, no, no. Even for the lulls, because I did make content out of it, um, I was like, I, I, I want my money back. Like, I don't, this wasn't what you told me it was. Complete like bait and switch. Yeah, it really kind of was. And especially with the fact that you can't even like, I couldn't have even have fun with the badness of it. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Like if yeah. it had melee and mantling, 
I would have like just got good at like being the best at the worst game. I really would have done that, but I couldn't even play it, you know. So that was very unfun. I refunded it. They gave, they gave me the money, by the way. Okay. Um, and that's should be the end of the story. But the fun fact is, I made one good video before uh, I left this game, and it was weirdly enough. I'll tell you the backstory. There's one of those videos that are on my glitch to the ground TikTok and Imgur mm. uh, and YouTube everywhere else. But I made it because it generally scared me. So I was walking around the hub world and there was a workout gym, which again, should be cool where you could do like stamina training. Oh, to, sure. Yeah. You know, to upgrade your character. Um, by the way, I couldn't afford it. I couldn't even afford to do it. You like couldn't it afford money. it, but you're in a, in a deserted city full of zombies. Who do you got to pay? Uh, the people at Woodbury, this little hub town. And I was like, oh, uh, just oh. let me work on my stamina. The gym's right here, you know? Oh, got a profit, even the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I couldn't get on the treadmill. So anyways, I'm walking around this gym, and I was startled by the mirror. You know me and mirrors and games. I'm always checking them out. Yes. It it scared me. Like, it scared me. Why did it scare you? Because it, it was a there was a person that back there, you know, like on a bench in the mirror, but it wasn't moving, and it was like larger than life a little bit. And then I moved around, and it followed me. And then I realized it was a JPEG. Oh, not an actual reflection in any yeah. way. Yeah, and it just moved around a little bit, like a thing. Now we can talk about mirrors in another tangent, some other episode. But the point is, it was not even just bad and like not a mirror, but it was weird and startling. <laughs> you know, like it freaked me out. I went down to the end of the room, and it was the same guy in the mirror. Like oh, as as another like he's place. always behind. He's, he's always, always behind there. you, Carlos. Yeah. So I freaked out, ran away, made that video. Currently on TikTok, nine hundred and seventy thousand views. Wow. Um, so that's mainly because everybody used my video to talk about how they didn't like the day before. Uh. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? <laughs> well, I guess uh, you're making hay out of a bad situation, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, so that thank you, day before, for my TikTok virality. Um, and it's, it's still going. I think it's going to hit a million today. And it's, it's not even about my bid anymore. You know, I think initially people were like, Oh, that's kind of funny. But then but they were clip like, is now about how bad this game is. Yeah. They're an like, example of how bad this game is. It's an example, but it's a place for them to like comment. Right. right, right. There's like a thousand comments or something. So anyways, uh, check that out if you want, but don't get that but, game, but don't buy the game. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That is an avoid. avoid. It is an avoid. And thank you very much for the TikTok. There we go. All right. Uh, okay, moving on. Let's see. Shadow Gambit, one of my favorite games of the year. Spoiler, definitely on my top 10 this year, for sure, if you like turn-based mm -hmm. tactics. Uh, they put out their game. It was amazing. The studio closed. I started to cry. Uh, but they have given a couple of parting gifts to their fans. Two, not one, count them, not one, but two DLCs dropped. Uh, three or four days ago, and I dipped in and checked these out. These are add-ons to the main campaign. They are story-based. Uh, they each introduce a brand new teammate and a brand new island, along with a brand new mini campaign. And in addition to all of that, there is also a brand new treasure hunting mode where all of the islands that have been in the main campaign that you've already been to and solved all the quests for, they all have treasure hidden on them now, so you can go back and fetch those treasures to get a little more gameplay out of the game. Um, I have not dipped into the treasure hunt part yet, but I'm glad it's there. Um, I'll check it out soon, but I did really want to check out these DLCs. I love Shadow Gambit. Uh, so good, so good. Yeah, and did. I was very surprised. I knew the DLCs were coming, but I didn't know who the characters were. Uh, one of them is brand new. His name is Zagan. 
And he is one of the bad guys that you fight in the game. He's kind of like this renegade bad guy, and he does not—he does not seem like a nice person at all. Uh, but he has reasons for betraying the people that you fight in that game, so he wants to join your side. Uh, the other person is Yuki, and she is from Shadow Tactics, the me 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 game oh, yeah. from a couple years ago. Yeah, she's like the the female ninja in yellow. She has a tunic with her. And it's like a callback to their their earlier game. And I'm like, oh, shit, Yuki, I haven't seen her in like a million years. Uh, definitely a fan favorite. Uh, so she's got her own campaign. Zagan has uh, his own campaign. Uh, and I think that they're both really, really fucking good and interesting. Um, so let me tell you the bad part first. The bad part first is there was a few hiccups when I was downloading these DLCs. I had already finished the game a uh, long time ago. And so it was just sitting there. I downloaded the DLC and loaded in. Zagan's content loaded no problem. Uh, that was fine. Uh, like a, a thing pops up on your ship. That's basically your hub. You just go over and click it, start the story, no problem. With Yuki's uh, start, they did a different thing where you had to chase her Tanuki around the ship. And then you have to go to this other place. And something went wrong. Um, I couldn't get the the campaign to start. Like it was obviously a glitch. Like it didn't it didn't kick off the way it was supposed to. And I tried to like back out of it. And then it kind of it kind of like fixed itself. But it skipped all the story. So I don't know how she got there. I don't know what she's doing there. But we went straight into here's your mission. So it works. But I was really bummed because I like Yuki a lot. I really wanted to know how she got there. What she's doing here. Uh, I'll have to look it up on YouTube or something because it just kind of hiccup past. So that was a bummer. Mm. But the game does work fine once you get past that that part. So let me tell you really quickly. Um, Yuki is uh, great. Uh, she's v- I mean, both these characters are really strong. Uh, and they are late game characters. If you're just coming to Shadow Tactics for the first time, you cannot access these characters until you're in like the second half of the campaign, which makes sense because you would completely steamroll every level if you had these guys too early. Um, Yuki has a little uh, a trap that's like a tripwire. And when somebody crosses it, they get stabbed with like a million knives and their body turns into a piece of wood, like a ninja kind of a thing, which is good because no one is, the guards are not triggered by a piece of wood. So like if you need to get rid of a body, you don't want anybody seeing you've killed somebody. It just, they turn into a log and they're fine. Like it's, it's, oh, it's interesting. Yeah. And Yuki herself, when she stabs somebody, they also turn into a log. So like she never has to worry about hiding bodies or leaving a trail because everybody she kills instantly disappears, which in this game is like incredibly powerful. That's a very strong power. Um, so she also has a, uh, she uses her Tanuki to like lure guys over so you can very easily lure guards who are in your way to an out of the way location or get them away from a door they're guarding, something like that. I mean, she's just, she's really strong. She's really strong overall. Um, very powerful and she's, uh, fun, like good dialogue. I'm looking forward to going through her storyline. Uh, the other guy though, Zagan, he's like even more powerful and I'm like, oh my God, it's fun because Shadow Gambit is their third game of this turn-based style. And I think all their games are masterpieces. They're all really good. You should play them all if you like turn-based tactics. But in in Shadow Gambit, they really started to have fun. Um, A lot of the characters are kind of OP in certain ways that they were not in the previous games. And I think that's just great. Like, you just can play with them. You're not constantly suffering all the time. You're not constantly agonizing over being underpowered. So it was really fun to like have these characters have like these really magical Pirates of the Caribbean style abilities that were not present in the previous games. They just they fucking leaned into that double hard on Zagan because he's one of the the evil guys, the whatever the priesthood or the magistrate or whatever they're called in this game. Every power he has is like crazy OP. So like he can take he can kill a guy from like a hell along far away and just kill him from nothing. Like it takes uh, one of his health points away. He's got five, so you can't just spam it. But he, for the the price of one health point, you just kill a guy. Like from, it takes five seconds. Wow. That's the downside. But like, 
whatever. Like some guy's up on a ledge. He's around a corner. He's on the other side of a wall. Fuck it. Kill him. Dead. Dead. In it's Texas easy. game, that's huge. It's huge. The other thing that's even huger than that is he's got this magic staff. So you always got to like watch out. You don't want to be in somebody's view cone. If they spot you, alarm, the guards come running and all this stuff. His power is he cancels out anytime somebody sees him. You can just run up to a guy. It doesn't fucking matter. As long as you've let his cooldown refresh, and it's like a 10-second cooldown, which is nothing in this game, walk straight up to a guard right in his fucking face. Walk right up to him. He, like, sees you. He goes, oh, freezes because he's so scared. You just choke him out. He's dead. Nothing. You don't even worry about, like, stealth anymore. It's it's so broken and OP. Like, it's, it's awesome. It's really fun because... You're finally getting to be like Superman in this game where you have all these conditions and all these restrictions and you're trying to be careful and quiet and stealthy. And this guy's like, fuck it. Yeah. I don't care. I'm just going to, I'm going to kill that guy. I'm going to walk right through this fucking, this, this death zone. I don't care. No one can stop me. And when you grab a guy and kill him, it refreshes your life. So you can keep on killing more people as long as you eventually grab somebody with your hand to recharge your energy. So he's a fucking unstoppable steamroller, dude. Like, I'm just like, this guy is so broken ass OP. It's fun. It's really fun. I think it's really a great character. I'm having a great time with it. And I think it's just fucking amazing to like to take all the rules of the games you've learned up to this point. And for me, I beat the game. So I've, I've, I've worked within those restrictions. And now it's just like, fuck it. Have fun. Who cares? Blow the doors off it. Hoot and holler. Whatever. It's, it's yeah. fucking wild and crazy. I think it's a great move and really, really good time. That's what you want from like late game DLC. Oh, you, know? you do. Yeah, yeah, you do, dude. Yeah. I don't want more challenge. I want fun. And this guy, both these guys, I mean, Yuki's already crazy fun, but like Zagan is even more fun. And I'm really looking forward to his story. He's a complete creeper, real, real shivers down your spine kind of a guy. You know he's got something bad in store with his storyline. So I can't wait to see where that goes. Uh, but just in terms of mechanics, super fun. This is exactly the kind of stuff I want to see for post-game, late-game content. Um, I'm really glad that Me uh, Me Me Studios is going out on a bang. I think this is the best goodbye they could have ever, ever given their fans. Um, so this is just great stuff. If you like Shadow Gambit, check this out. Absolutely, 100% for sure. If you've never checked out Shadow Gambit, this is the best time to check it out. Six months later, like I always say. Uh, it's great. It's a total recommend. Total thumbs up. Cool. Check it out. Definitely check that out. Okay. Carlos, uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Now, before you launch into this really quickly, um, this game is really funny because it's based on a huge IP. Uh, not one that I care about, but Avatar is, I think, holds records for like box office, you know, earnings and james cameron has said he's going to make like nine more of these movies or whatever mm -hmm. cool not my jam but whatever uh but this is really funny because this game i don't want to say it's stealth launched because we all knew it was coming but like nobody really knew when it was coming and pr was like dead silent I'm like like born and bred how they wouldn't stop talking about it this is the opposite mm. i couldn't get anybody to talk about this game i emailed ubisoft pr who we've got a great relationship they're really great over there uh love them and I was like, hey, what's up? Can we play this game? Can we get a code? How's it going? How's it, where's the game coming? How's it coming? Crickets. Crickets. Hmm. And that, to me, is a very bad sign. Yeah, and I think everybody was getting yeah, pretty nervous about it. So we did eventually uh, get uh, codes. Uh, in fact, uh, you got this code, didn't you? From I, got the, I got a code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you for so that. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for that. But I, I got to say, it did not instill me of confidence to, to, to see so little PR and to not really even know when the game is coming out. And then the game kind of like launched and nobody really knew about it. And then all of a sudden here it is. And then here we are. So uh, I, I am hesitantly curious to, to hear what you have to say about this. Yeah. And uh, for uh, reference or whatever, I don't uh, care for the movies. I saw the original movie in the theater. Um, I think the main reason I liked it at the time was because it was 3D and it was built for 3D. Right. So did yeah, you yeah, not yeah. see it in 3D or did you? 
I have not seen either movie because I don't care. Okay, well, it was, but a, it was 3D. Yeah, it was 3D. It was a special kind of 3D. It was just, it was a little different. Like I felt like they built it for that, and oh, at they the did. time, they totally did. Yeah, yeah, at the time, it just felt like revolutionary in that way. So while I enjoyed the movie, it was more that I enjoyed the experience, uh, and that's why you know whatever. And then after that, don't care ever again. Right. 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 But the property or the new movies or whatever, and there's a new movie out now, I guess, and I haven't watched it. Um, but why I was interested in this game is some of the people, I don't know if it's some of the people who worked on it, but it's Ubisoft, so it makes sense if it was, uh, Far Cry Primal, which I just talked about. It, it gave me vibes of that when I would watch the footage of it, which is, you know, be in the woods, be someone that's more native to the land, uh, hunt, and kind of use your bow and arrow. And I was like, okay, I like those kind of games, and I like when Ubisoft does them, you know, I like Far Cry Primal. Um, so I, I, we could look it up, but we're not going to do any homework if it's some of the same people. Uh, I know it's massive, right? Massive entertainment. I that sounds say. correct to me. I think yeah. so. Yes. Yes. Anywho. So I was kind of moved for that. That's why I went to it. Right. That's why I asked you for the code. I was like, I could really use another game like that because I like Far Cry Primal, but similar to Bloodborne, the graphics kind of get in my eyes a little, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like they're so old school that they're trying to be crisp, but they're like busy. Okay. Okay. To me, that's what it what it feels like nowadays. Where mm, I, I see mm. old graphics that try to be really detailed, but the resolution still is just not yeah, there. It does, doesn't quite work. It doesn't yeah. work. So with Primal, I've been getting that a little bit here and there. Yeah. I'm like, ah. So you know, Avatar is the newest. I don't know if that's Unreal Five or whatever. Oh no, they're using SkyDrop Engine, I believe, or Snowdrop. 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 Yeah. Which again, it's beautiful. So first and foremost, first person game you play as uh, a not. No, hold on. Oh wait, this right. is a first person game. Yeah. Oh, there's no third person option? No. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, I'm out. I it was already crazy. out. But I'm that's out. exactly yeah. what it's it's billed as as. But oh, well, um, I mean Far Cry probably didn't have a third person, by the way. No, very true, very true. But I expect that from Far Cry, but like I figured with this game being, you know, like everybody the Navi and the blue you know, the graphic I just seemed like there would be many opportunities to see scenic stuff if you could see your character. Whatever, that's fine. Okay, okay. you can see your character in that, like, you know, as you put, like, re, you know, clothing and different armor. And sure, stuff. sure, sure, sure. Um, right. And you are, yeah, you play as a not B. I want to say it, pronunciate it correctly. Not oh, is that B. how you pronounce it? Yeah, not oh, B. Okay. Um, and you're not V, and the, you know, all the dialect in it, it's, you know, it's so faithful to this world. And the main takeaway, though, is, you know, you play this um, not V who got captured early on, in childhood and it's a super sad beginning and you're like immediately on board with like defending these uh you know people of pandora mm -hmm. um and the humans are bad immediately and they're like you know just like the movies oh yeah just I mean, that just goes without saying doing yeah. the worst yeah so you know you've grown up and now you are you were in cryostasis like a video game every video game i swear you come out and you're older and you're like now trying to like help the revolution you know fight the fight the humans the good news is, for humans at least, some of the humans are on their side. So, like, it's not just all the not V versus humans. It's like they're working together with the good the good ones, right? Sure, sure. People who want to care. And, and so there's a base, and you're talking with them. And the most interesting thing is that in the tutorial, as well as in the main, when you get to the main hub, is the humans you're working with are tiny because you're, like, 10 foot tall. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. That. They're they're extra large or something like that. And so yeah. it really does a very good job of two things. One, that sense of size, because you, when you walk through doors, you have to crouch sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, and you're looking down at humans. And when you've uh, killed them, spoiler, when you're fighting other bad humans, you know, you can like punch them and they go flying. 
<laughs> and it really does feel like you're a not V. You know, you're one of these creatures, uh, alien, you know, from Pandora. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. And then when you run and jump, you know, it's got all the basic first person stuff, run, jump, slide, or whatever, but you feel like you're light on your feet. You know, you feel like you can just kind of traverse quickly. And that feels different than like some, like a barbarian in Far Cry Primal who's like, dun, 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 and he slides like two inches, you know? Right, right. This one, you're like, you're nimble. You know, I jumped off the top of a tree and didn't hurt myself. Um, I think they, they really need to be, rec- uh, not recommended, commended. Commended, yeah. There you go. For their, uh, not just making it just straight up first person shooter with all the basic things. It feels like you are this creature and this other you know life form different movement different different physics yeah okay it's fucking awesome and then just the sense of size and scope when you're in places with humans it's just funny to me um the second thing is uh and this is an abridged review i might come back to it because i'm definitely going to beat this game I, i enjoy it spoiler a lot and um you but at some point you pick up guns like, you fucking find guns. Like I found my first shotgun, and I was like... Is it a human gun, and it's yeah. teeny tiny size? No, no, no. Oh, that's interesting. I don't think it's That would be funny if it has very, very small guns, and you had to use them with, like, your fingertips oh, or something. Oh, it should have been, by the oh, way. Oh, missed opportunity. It is a missed opportunity, because I just said they did everything else right uh, with the size. Yeah. No, I think it's just a gun for you. I, maybe they built them for the Nutvi. I don't remember. Well, you got to find out if there's... I mean, there must be a reason. Otherwise, that doesn't make sense, because I those know. those Nutvi, they just use, like, spears and bows and arrows and stuff. Yeah, like, we They do. wouldn't and, have guns. Yeah, right, and so. you have that, by the way. The, basically, there's all the, the two different worlds where you can have, like, both things. You can have all the different upgrades that are like loincloths and spears and bone arrows and stuff and explosive, you know, bone arrows. Can you arrows. upgrade your loincloth? I would like to know that. You can. I just did. Oh, I have nice. a very rare, valuable loincloth, that I, <laughs> which is also a good podcast title. Um, yeah, so you do that. You upgrade yourself. They're all the same things, like skill trees, uh, upgrading yourself, upgrading crafting. Um, they do make you eat, which I'm not a fan of, uh, having you a like food a meter. meter. Yeah. And you do, it's kind of interesting, like Zelda or something, where you, you know, make your own ingredients and all those RPGs where you cook for yourself. Mm-hmm. So there's that thing, uh, which is kind of interesting, but I don't like want to have to eat. Yeah. Um, I think you could get hurt or whatever if you like are low food, but I haven't felt it that badly. Um, and then what I was going to say about the guns, though, is that once you start picking up guns, even though you're not V, you're like, yeah, I just want to use guns now. <laughs> Because I fucking got a rifle, and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to shoot people. I mean, just like real life, once you get a rifle, you don't really want to go back to bow and arrow. So No, I did do both because I do love the bow and arrow, and I think it's really done really well in this game because, again, sure. there's explosive arrows But if stuff. you were, like, fighting for your life, if you were surviving or something and you had a choice, I mean, you'd pick up the rifle. You I use the rifle a lot is why I'm yeah, saying it, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and so I have a shotgun. I have a rifle. I have another kind of gun. I was fighting mechs at some point. I was about to make a TikTok of it, love me just like, I'm uh, an avatar, I'm a not V, but I'm like just shooting guns and mechs. Um, so it kind of loses its sense there a little bit when it gives you tons of guns. But then again, you meet another like race of, um, you know, not V, I guess, and they are like against all that stuff, right? And so they're like, no, no, you need to like be true to your heritage and do this thing and wear these kind of things. So I don't know. I think the story's cool. I have only one big con, but in general, I really like the game a lot. It's like an eight territory for me. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just really well done. And like, so just beautiful. so just to be clear, just for my own mental my own mental clarity here. Yeah. So this is basically just to sum up. There's not any like online portions enabled with this. It's just like no, no. a single player open world 
quest based. Yep. Kind of like a Far Cry, but with the not V people. Because yep. for some reason, I think I was just confused. I think I, th- I thought they were incorporating some MMO elements, but there's no MMO elements no, no, here. No, no. Okay. This is your Far Cry game with 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 Avatar. Okay, um, gotcha. But again, it's it's definitely more than that because that's selling it short. The world is amazing. It feels like a No Man's Sky world. Right, like you're jumping into a right. world where you have no idea. Do you idea fly what around on are. animals and stuff? Is there are there the mounts? I'm not there yet. Okay, but you can get mounts and you can fly on things later. Okay, and that's exciting because again, the world's beautiful and it's fun to like traverse it. Uh, and I'm kind of slow in the fact that I can't, you know, I, I climb up in trees and stuff. But yeah, it just feels like alien. You know, it feels like a fun to be in this alien world and all these different things. And you're you doing that scanning thing a little bit, you know, finding out what things are. By, by the way, some of the plants can hurt you. So they're like straight up oh, sure. bad plants. And oh, sure. There's uh, monsters and, and things you hunt. If you shoot things with guns, if you shoot animals with guns, it goes, oh, you spoiled that meat. You can't eat that. <laughs> Which makes sense. It, it calls it ruined meat. Like you can't you Just because it get hit with a bullet? I mean, that's, that's weird. Uh, I shot it with a lot of bullets. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you turn it into like paste, then yeah, maybe you can't eat it. But like one shot, you should still be able to eat it. Now, isn't that true? Like, I mean, in general, most of these, you know, big animals don't take one shot, by the way. They have armor and stuff. So yeah, if, if you shoot anything in the real world, like a ton of times, you're not going to eat that meat. Sure. You sure. know? So I think it's that's actually kind of cool. Like it was, uh, it was called like a... Um, clean kill or something you know when you use bow gotcha. and arrow and, gotcha. and then it was like uh yeah i just i did that so you can do both you basically can have crazy gunfights and then you can do like simple hunting and, and being quiet and being stealthy i think the game's very good my two uh, i have two cons actually one is um i got lost too so some of the side missions i didn't know what to do don't they, have map markers they shoot they i know an ubisoft game they show a general area but I still got lost. And, oh, jeez. Okay. And then there was a detective kind of portion to one of the missions, and I oh, didn't no. know what they wanted me to do, so I had to look it up online. So a couple times I got like confused, and I was like, this feels like Ubisoft should just be like, just go do this, you know? Right, right, right. That was weird. Uh, very small, but that happened, and I'm just afraid it's going to happen again. And the number one thing is, is my biggest tangent that's in this game that I don't think needs to be in this game at all uh, and I just want to ask all developers to get out of every game for the rest of time. Oh God, what? Can you guess what it might be? It's it's a I mean, game thinking, type of thing, a gameplay thing. I mean, is it like the escort mission? No, is I it hate fishing. Those two? No. Is it resource gathering and crafting? No, it's something is, to do with enemies. It's what? It's something to do with enemies. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Reinforcements. Oh, reinforcements. Get them sure. the fuck out of video games immediately, okay? Just if there's people around that I've got to fight, show me them. And when I've fought in them, fought in them, not a word, <laughs> they go away and there's none to return. I don't right. want alarms. I don't want reinforcements. And unfortunately, the very one of the very first firefights you get into where I'm feeling good about myself, I'm feeling strong, uh, I beat everybody, they go, reinforcements. And it was almost right. like a timed bullshit. You know, like hold them off until such a time. Like oh, right, they just kept right, right. coming. You know, yeah. I, I just, mean that I, really ruined the experience for me. That's not going to go away because it's it's. I think too many. It's it's too clutch for a lot of scenarios and developers. But I do think you can make it more palatable. Like I mean, for me, I don't. I do not like when reinforcements appear out of fucking thin air. Right. Like it's got to be. Like reinforcements are on the way. Like for example, um, in uh, Lamplighters League, there are reinforcements. But like they have to be called and they don't show up right away. Like it takes two or three turns because they're like they're they're en route or whatever. So, you know, OK, 
well, shit's going to go down in like three turns. I can get out of here. I can do something. When people just like appear out of nowhere, that really gets my back up because they weren't there a second ago. And just because you blow a whistle doesn't mean people poof in. So if they make it more realistic, I think it sucks. But like, you know, I, I can get why they, they do it. It's a good scenario. But you got to like, you can't just abuse it, you know? I, I, I don't know. So I, don't know. <laughs> I agree and disagree with you. All right. I, I know that it's not good when they poof in either, but I also don't want to ever because mm-hmm. it just I, you can just do the game a different way. You can build in more enemies in the beginning. If I go into a, a, an actual place and I had to fight a bunch of people, they would all be there. And if right. they, like you said, if for some reason there was, was an option where they could call other people to come fight, which again sounds unrealistic in any TV show, movie, or real-life experience – uh, it would take a long time for yeah. them to get there. Like yeah. they weren't there, they didn't know cops to show up somewhere. Don't get me started on that, right? Yeah, yeah. So, that takes like a day, right? So I think that it's just bullshit. I think it doesn't. It's just a, it's a gamey thing from the olden days where you go. It's just waves and waves of enemies. So right. I, I, it's not a lot, but it's showed up a couple times in firefights, and I was like, man, that just really ruins it because now I'm dying or like now I'm getting hurt because. I, I, you know, I get myself ready for this mission with like a whole bunch of people, but not that I have to be like a time limit, you know? Right, right, right. So that's the only con, and it doesn't stand in the way of like, you know, eight territory if I'm doing scoring. Like, it just feels really fucking good, well-made, um, and a surprise to me. That's one of my biggest surprises of the year. I, I'm also surprised because based on Ubisoft's behavior, I would have expected uh, this game to be a dog's dinner, but it right, sounds like right. pretty pretty decent. I'm I'm guess I'm confused as to why they didn't put more into it. I mean, were they just riding the fact that people know Avatar and they were counting on saving that PR budget because people were going to buy it regardless? Or it's not a, a show of strength to do what they did. So I guess I was expecting it to be a disaster. But uh, it sounds like you're having an okay time. I know that that seems like it's a tangent for another show, of like you know how much you promote things and how much you don't. Yeah. based on the game's quality, but you're right in the fact that it's a, it's a the opposite bait and switch uh, yeah, from the yeah. day before, where you go, well, why do you talk about this more? Because this is really good. Um, I don't know why they didn't, but it's not that thing where you go, oh, that's why they didn't talk about it because it's bad. No, it's not. It's really good. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Excellent. That is Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. One more quick mention of a game, then we'll, we'll get to the wrap up section here. We're almost out of time. Quick time check. Um, just want to give another mention to Talos Principle 2. Uh, I know I talked about it last episode and I was really excited about it. Still excited about it. It's still good. It's still great. Um, I struggle with this one because I can tell already that it's kind of a long game. Um, and so that makes it kind of tough to play in Q4 when I have literally like 17 other games I need to get to before December 31st. Um, so I'm going to I'm still playing like one big chunk a day. Like I'll do a couple chunks of puzzles. Uh, but this is the game that uh, continues. Um, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say this one is set 1000 years after the first Talos Principle. Uh, really strong, hard sci-fi story, which I think is really well told. I love the characters. I love the setting. Uh, I, I, I don't even know how much to even say about it because I feel like so much of it is spoilers and so much of the fun is just kind of like discovering what's going on. Uh, you know, I can safely say it's still got puzzles. But there's also so much more in this game that was not in the first game. Um, the presentation is totally different. The angle is totally different. Uh, story content is totally different. Um, it just is it's a really, really well done continuation of what they established in the first Talos Principle. And I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. Um, I think it's basically flawless from what I've seen so far. Uh, but I'm early days, right? I'm only like maybe... I mean, I'm, I'm kind of looking at my progress. Like we mentioned in the last episode, uh, I think I'm like 
nine hours in and I'm like at 15%. So I don't know how how much of that oh, is really that left thing, and yes. how much is not left. It's kind of hard to tell. I know. Um, and But I, I will also say that I'm trying to go through it a little bit faster. I can beat about maybe like 80% of the puzzles like on my own if I take a few minutes and kind of work it through. But those last 20% do, those are like brain busters. And even though I know how this game works after playing the first Talos Principle, even, if, even when I know what I'm supposed to do, I'm still sometimes like, oh my God, this is really challenging and uh. I need to up my logic. So like you definitely need to have your puzzle skills on point. I have had to go to YouTube a few times to be like, I just don't even know how to get past this part. And of course it always seems so obvious in hindsight. Like why oh, didn't yeah. I think of that? So obvious. That's dumb. I'm dumb. But when you're in the middle of it, it's sometimes hard to see. So I have been dipping into some help because I don't want to spend an hour or two hours on a puzzle. because That's just waste too much time. But I will say wonderful game. One of the best experiences I've had this year. I think it's an amazing sequel. Uh, and maybe I'll let a little bit more time go by before I start talking about like nuts and bolts of it. Maybe when I finish the game, I'll come back and say, possible spoiler section or something but i feel like no one's playing it no one's talking about it and i feel like this game deserves way more attention than it's been getting so i just want yeah. to give it one more shout out so cool tell us principle two absolute recommend especially double triple recommend if you if you played and, and finished the first tell principle you gotta play this one like you have to you have yeah. to i told friends about it after you told me that who like puzzle games oh um, man i would only play it if i brought up youtube at the same time and just you know looked at the puzzles because i don't want to yeah. do that it feels great when you get it done yourself and then it feels terrible when you don't but even so either way i'll feel wonderful. terrible that whole game then <laughs> <laughs> wonderful wonderful game definitely recommend definitely a thumbs up okay that is the end of the games we're covering on the show we just got a few minutes left we got like three four minutes left we're gonna buzz through we can do it we can do it the wrapping up uh really quickly i'm only going to mention one thing before we wrap up carlos you got something non-games to mention both you got thing, like one thing. Both of us uh, saw this movie. It's out on Netflix now. Love and Monsters. It's very good. Oh yeah. So check that out. Um, and also leave the world behind. It's on Netflix. It's fucking dark. It's from the, some of the people who made Mr. Robot. Uh, but it's also really good. And TV or movie? TV or movie? Movie on Netflix. Movie? It's also kind of important because it it talks about like you know a dark future that could happen kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it's a mystery and you don't know what's happening till the whole time you know till the almost the very end and. Uh, it's chilling and you have to watch it with a loved one or something. And then I cuddle after, uh, I didn't have that, but it, I recommend it cause it's like, makes you feel scared a little bit. Okay. Uh, but I think that's good sometimes. Right. And it, what is this about? Did you say, no, I'm not saying anything about You're not saying it. I'm not about. going to, but it is kind of about America. Okay. So I'll throw that in there and, uh, hacking a little bit and kind of like, is this like horror or is it like reality? It's like a dark, kind of? like a mystery horror, you know, like okay. a, not monsters, but like what could happen with humanity? Kind okay. Of got you. Got Dystopian. you. Like what if scenario? Yeah. What yeah. If. Okay. So anyways, I think it's like excellent, but it's also like, you know, weird and dark. Gotcha. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. Um, shout out to Doom Patrol season four. Did I talk about this already? Did I not? I can't remember if I did. You talked about Doom not. Patrol on this uh, podcast eight thousand times, sure. but no, I don't remember season four. Oh, okay. So apparently, uh, Doom Patrol is out. It's on HBO. I don't know if it's anywhere else. Uh, I love Doom Patrol. I've talked about it a million times. I think it's like one of the best shows on TV. Love the characters. Love scenarios. Apparently, this is the final season because of that like merger with like Warner Brothers or whatever, and they started canceling shows left and right. This is one of the ones that got canceled, which is a crime. Uh, although I will say uh, every season has been a gift and I honestly didn't expect it to continue past season one because it's so out there and strange and bizarre. So I can't really be too mad about it. But season four is definitely a thumbs up. Check that out if you uh, are so inclined. Also, I just saw 
Weird, the Al Yankovic story. I'm sure you've seen this, Carlos. I almost did, and then I noped out of that fucker. Oh, my God. What? Why did you yeah. not watch this? We're going to have a debate before this show's over now, real quick. You oh tell me why you liked it, and then I'll tell you why I didn't. That movie was fucking genius, dude. It was uh, okay. the, It was something. so fucking funny. It was so funny. Um, it's about Weird Al Yankovic, and it's not even remotely real. Like It is like... I mean, there's like little bits and pieces that are real, like his friends in college were real. And like uh, when he met this Dr. Demento, like that was real. But like a lot of this movie is just like straight up, just like obvious fiction. It's like way over the top. 11 out of 10 for like ridiculousness and outrageousness. And I mean, he like he and Madonna like take over a drug cartel and like he like dies on the table in the operating room. And there's all sorts of like random, just random shit. It's really funny. Really hilarious. You just have to know that it's not his life story. It's just kind of a, a very fictionalized, hilarious movie. Daniel Radcliffe does an amazing job. He's an amazing actor. He's great. And I He's like great. his, uh, by the way, we didn't even talk about his new, um, his uh, the new season of the show that we love. Oh, you God. Remember? You know, I didn't finish it. Uh, I didn't finish it. It's a um, post-apocalyptic version yes. of that uh, anthology series we like, which you can't What is it even called? We don't know. I can't, I can't remember, Every but I love it. Every episode that we bring it up, we don't know the name of it. I know. Miracle Workers? That's Miracle it. Workers, yep. season four? Maybe. It's good. It's like really good. I got to go back to it. I got to go back. He's great. Okay. Yes. On anyway, paper, I, that idea, though, I just want to tell you, is cool. Yes. And yes, I think it's well produced or whatever, but I'm so out. I was out in like in 30 minutes because I want- Did you start the, watching and quit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Oh, okay. Well, what happened? I'm telling you that I, do, I want the story. Like, I like Weird Al- yeah. I like Dr. Demento. I grew up in that era. Actually, this definitely dates me. I would wa- listen to the radio and watch and listen to his show and um, Monty Python and all this kind of weird dark humor where Weird Al was like brought up on and all that stuff. I want that fucking story. I don't want a fake story. And so the minute I knew that it was fake, I was out because I don't, I, I could just watch any other show about oh, craziness that, that happens was, that's your loss that is a, no, that is a bad choice no that it is isn't. a bad choice we will agree to disagree on that forever because i love weird weird al and i want his actual story um and so that is yeah it's a very specific reason why i'm out but also i didn't even think it was very funny either so oh man i thought it was fucking hilarious dude i thought it was really funny wow. and it's we, we looked it up afterwards to see how much was real and how much was fake and all of it's fake yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. The whole thing, like ninety-eight point five 98.5% yeah. of it is fake, which is fine. But yeah. when we read about Weird Al himself, he's like, oh, yeah, my parents are really supportive. I had a smooth ride. I became popular and it was fine and everything was good. So I guess he doesn't feel like there's a lot to say because he just like did his thing and <clears throat> became big. So whatever. I mean, I know cool. that. But at the same time, he was <clears throat> in the era of Dr. Demento. He was in this early version of music videos that were parody. Like there's so much story there. I'm like angry about it because I think it's just a fascinating moment in time. And I don't want a fake version in time. I so. mean, I, I, I don't disagree with you, yeah. but I think just the movie on its own was a very entertaining and, and I that's I'm having fine. time with it. Yeah. So. Okay. Anyway, all right, folks, that's a show. Before we close, we would love to ask you to leave reviews, share us on social media, and most important of all, please recommend us to your friends. That is where most of our listeners come from. Also, if you would like to help support the show and help us with the cost of running the podcast and paying for hosting, you can do that over at patreon.com forward slash the So Video Games Podcast. Once again, you're never going to get shut out. There's no paywall, but if you want to help out, we would appreciate it. Also, you can get into our Discord for five bucks. Also, we would love to get your questions and comments. Hit us up, Podcast at gmail.com or reach us individually. Carlos, where are we sending your traffic this week? Real quick story, even though we're out of time, is Glitch Through the Ground, obviously, everywhere. Just search for Glitch Through the Ground. But I just recently, I think I mentioned it last time, I don't 
remember I got my Imgur account back. <clears throat> I loved Imgur and I still do. And so a lot of what I've been doing, making weird things in games was on that account. Did I tell you the story already? We did. Okay, so I got it back. It's imgur.com slash user. This is a long URL slash glitch to the ground. But if you go there, there's way more than on my other TikTok stuff. Like it's from like years of like me making weird game stuff. Right. And so just to be clear, you're saying glitch through the ground, I know. right? Should I have changed the name? I can't change it. No, now. no, no. I, I think it's a little I think, wordy. I think it's fine. I think because when you're saying it really fast, it sounds like glitch to the ground. Got it. But you want to say glitch through the ground, just so people can find you effectively. Yes, right? glitch to the yeah. ground. I'll try to pronunciate better. <laughs> All right, excellent. As for me, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Blue Sky. It's my name, B-R-A-D-G-A-L-L-A-W-A-Y, all A's, no O's. And this is going to do it for episode 366. Once again, thank you for joining us here on the Soviet Games podcast, and we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week.